right. This dude. Welcome to the show. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. to the show we're fading out the music you're open let's go crow uh we're watching u.s marshals right now the sequel to the fugitive i believe it is uh, i sequel. think a loose sequel yeah I mean, yeah they just took tommy lee jones's character and we're like let's fucking do a sequel i had forgotten about okay wesley snipes in this with a hilarious wig i forgot robert downey jr is in this he is in too. this this is right around when he walked into that lady's apartment yeah man he, this is when he was is that uh, sandra bullock they really studded this out no i don't think it's bullock no 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 oh no it looks like nostalgia that looks like the guy fucking uh what was he in? He played Josh Gibson in some sort of Negro League movie, I'm sure. <laughs> that, that's Wesley Snipes. Is that Snipes? That's Snipes. It's, it's bald Snipes. He looks not he, Rick James. He went. He, he bad. He went out for powder too, and he's he's coming <laughs> off the powder audition. <laughs> I tell you what, Snipes in the '90s uh, was a huge star. Snipes was a huge star. Oh yeah. Was, I mean, he was big. White man can't jump, but that was kind of his true breakthrough. You know, he also did Jungle Fever with Spike Lee. You know, that got national release. I saw that in Madison. I was early '90s woke. I saw Jungle Fever. You know, was that a Spike Lee joint? Spike Lee. It was that's post- his first movie, right? No, no, it's school days. But his breakthrough was do the right thing. Do the right thing was like, whoa, this is a slice. See, that's how woke we are. We start with Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> we go immediately to Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but he was deemed like the, the African-American filmmaker. And then Singleton was sort of like the West Coast version. This scene of him running is like the, the fucking shot of the movie. Oh, well, it's it's also the quintessential 90s moment. Like, again, the, the guy with the tie over the shoulder running, you know, the firm, Tom Cruise, Wesley Snipes, U.S. Marshals. All, all movies, if you, there, were, there was always like a uh, like a John Grisham movie, always had a scene with a guy running with a, with a suit on. And, and like the tie over his shoulder. Also, oh. the gun, the gun suspender. Oh yeah, yeah, the holster, the, the holster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. I, I mean, so this does this seem oh, like super dated? 
it i you know what and this is a good test because i was talking to danny guy danny g oh yeah you know, danny g yeah, from absolutely. back in chicago yeah, a stand-up cool. comedian for the two people watching live yeah uh lives out here in la and i was saying like i'm in like a time warp because when i was a kid 1993 days and confused came out yes it's about the year 1976 yeah that's what a 13 23 or what is that 20 how many 17 years, years that's only. 17 years yeah that's from now to 2005 oh i know but for know. me yeah. 93 to 76 is a bigger visual time change yeah absolutely and Stark. i told her i go oh five looks just like now yeah like people dress the same and she goes no they don't and I was just like, what do you mean? Like, people just wear jeans and T-shirts and shit. Like, <laughs> you know, you might wear that. <laughs> what, was, what else was she saying? I'm curious. Well, she kind yeah, of yeah. sold me on it. Like, she yeah. showed me, like, pictures of people from the 90s and, like, everything is baggy. But, like, for the most part, like, society to me isn't any different. Like, they're celebrating the centennial in 1976. Oh, I remember it. Or the bicentennial. Uh, bicentennial. The bicentennial. I, I was seven years old. I remember that being, that, that's one of my earliest kind of childhood memories, you know, was just a, uh, a, lot, a lot of patriotism going on, even though the country was just coming out of the Vietnam War. In the chat, they say, <laughs> so uh, there was a total, you know. They say Snipes audition for darkness in the Chappelle Rick James sketch. <laughs> well, he had that, that, that he, wig he on. needed the money too. That was the oh. era of the fucking tax evasion. You, you just, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, Downey Jr. was just like, I am jonesing for some coke. Like in this scene, oh, the voice yeah. in the back of his head is like, this is for coke. This is for coke. This is for coke. He has this little, little fucking you know? blanks in the gun. Yeah. He <laughs> puts it in his nose. He takes he, nose he has bumps. A bullet. Yeah, exactly. He has a little bullet thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they think he's fucking Terry Cathing, but he's Man. really just doing cocaine. It is. I mean, I have to give him some credit in that, dude. I mean, he was going down the path of dying. Like that was going to fucking happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, that was in the cards. And for me, that was very much like he was is a that kid. guy taking a dump or something. Oh, he's just ironing his clothes because people live. Is that are they in an apartment? Yeah, they're in an apartment in Chicago. I don't know which one. Who is this fake ass? I don't know Bloomberg? who he is. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't I should. This guy is like second billing. He's his partner. He's Tommy Lee Jones's partner. And I have no idea who he is. Shows let's how, go, how let's flip ridiculous around. movies are. The we'll whole come thing back is. to this. The whole we'll thing is ridiculous. Around. Let's go to the. Let's see what the Ingram angle is real quick. Oh no, people are, are commercials across the board. Look at this. Yeah, ma'am. But I. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're at some commercial talk. So, yeah. well, so how's your life been, buddy? You know, I've been busy. Uh, I've been uh, picking up, uh, doing a lot of consulting work, which is good. Um, I got three clients back in Chicago. So I'm under some deadline. You got a client right out now, there, people. You, know? you got clients, but uh, but it's good. I mean, it, it's you know, it's a little stressful, but I can manage it. You know, I mean, it's like I'm, it's good. I, I'm in the game still. I still have the the skill set Ooh, in we my got brain. Here? You know what I mean? By the community, they know. Oh yeah, this is pretty rough. Stuff. It's it's getting to the point with these things of where you're like, oh, what shooting are they? Like you don't you have well, to yeah. just run through the encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, what shootings? Because <laughs> there's so many every yeah. day that it's just here. I'm gonna fix the camera. Real yeah, quick. Th I mean that is, and maybe it was that way. No, because people say, oh, it's because there's so much more media. That's why you know about mass shootings. There were just as many mass shootings 30 years ago. No, there weren't. There were not. And there weren't in the 1980s. The beginning of mass shootings, from my experience, well, it was obviously Texas like and Austin. That was, But I was not around at that time. For me, the first mass shooting that I recall was a guy in San Diego went into a McDonald's. when I was 14 years old and killed 22 people. He was a Vietnam vet. You know, and when he left the house, he said, yeah, honey, there I'm going to go hunting humans. That's what he did. 
So that's the first mass shooting, and that was like a fucking national story. Well, the first was one was the Texas story. Bell Tower guy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's actually the, they they credit that for like SWAT teams didn't exist before that. It was like like little county sheriff movie. Are the out negotiator there, you know? exists because of that fucking tower guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that Kevin was... Spacey got work because of that mass shooting. <laughs> oh, did, did he play the guy in the tower? He was in the Negotiator. Oh, okay. He's okay. just the guy. You know, have you ever seen the Negotiator? Never have. Oh, that's a classic. That's that's uh, U.S. Marshals era. Yeah, absolutely. That was that. It was probably We're flicking back. We're not just I going to news. It's on a commercial. Was U.S. Just, Marshals? Was it released? I want to say it was like ninety four, maybe ninety five. The US chat Marshals? says all this corporate media manufacturing guns. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a grand plan. I love how they go to that's classic CNN. You go from mass shooting of a black person, yeah, yeah. to an interview with Ina Garten. I know. <laughs> it's a little quick. Ina, your husband's gay. Tell it's me just, about that. Who's talking to Chris Watts? Yeah, I don't I'm not political anymore. Oh, he's great. Frank and the boys? <laughs> Buddy, you need a hug. Frank and the boys are coming over to slide around in some oils, and I'm going to prepare a little lemon juice for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I watch Wait, little news. I, mean, I have my own thing. I, I, my, my girlfriend, who I live with, yeah, I've look at that. With over Hell a year, yeah, dude. For 14 months we've been dating. Listen to him. She's moved in three months ago. <laughs> uh, we're getting along pretty well. It's been going well. I've been enjoying it, you know, uh, which is cool. The domestic harmony, I think, is pretty good right now. So I'm look in a good headspace about that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Here's a story <laughs> of Adam's penis. No, no. It, it, it's just about, uh, I mean, at my point in saying this, Are your cycles what, in sync? <laughs> Do you have synced cycles? Yeah, yeah exactly. Craving something. You know, so but there no. was a, so to tell the listeners a quick story. There was a fucking raging fire. Yeah, two blocks over from before the episode started. Yeah. I was like, I hope no power lines get severed. Yeah, the you never know with the spectrum. Still internet. Spectrum yeah. will shut shit down for no reason. <laughs> yeah, we went down from, dude. We went down at six thirty the other night. Six thirty p.m. They're like, it's gonna be back. 8.30 p.m. It was 8.30 a.m. the next oh, day. It was 12 hours later. Internet. We're over here. I'm over here. We're just looking at hard drives. We watched the fucking Super Bowl, a replay of Super Bowl 20 with commercials. Oh, 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 oh really? Oh, you want to fire that up? Oh, uh, Merlin Olsen and Dick Emberg. Hell yeah. Dude, uh, Keith Keith and I were talking before the show. We do a little warm-up, five, ten minutes of kind of preview. We were talking about things we did, goofy things we did when we were younger. And I, uh, oh, I, didn't I don't know if I can. I, I, I should have start, transferred it over. I, I didn't start I to party. Much. I didn't start to party until like I was an old 16. 16 and 9 or 10 months is when I started to party, which I think is actually good because I, if it would have been before that time, I think there's a lot more. If you do, when you're partying and you're 12 or 13, I don't know. I don't know. That, 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 that's problematic to me. The brain has problematic quite, to you. The brain hasn't I'm gonna developed slide the camera yet. over a little bit. Granted, at 17, it's not developed yet either. But uh, my point is, uh, I watched Super Bowl Twenty with two buddies of mine, Matt Palm and Andy Reinecke, when I was transitioning friends from a, kind of the square friends to the hip friends. Were they bear fans? No, you know, I, I lost money on that. I, I hated the Chicago Bears. I, I bet I lost 10 bucks. You did not put money on the Patriots. Of course I did, because I fucking hated the Chicago Bears so much. The chat says domestic harmony from the people who brought you Oreo Test coming this fall on UPN. <laughs> Oreo Test? Yeah. <laughs> from, my, from my show? <laughs> what, what, what was the comment? Oh, because it's just like the, the kind, it's like those both sound like shows. 
What oh, 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 what does? Domestic Harmony from oh, the people oh, oh, who oh, brought okay. you Oreo <laughs> tests coming this fall on UPN. So it's going well. You know, I, I like that. But, you know, I've been busy. Listen know? to this fucking marching band. I know. Music yeah, what, are they in New Orleans? Employ a brassy brassy band. This is the era of the one gunshot. (laughs) Oh, so so, so Downey Jr. No blood gunshot. Downey Jr. shot. Oh, 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 this is the conspiracy, right? I think, yeah, Downey Jr. is like going to turn heel. Yeah, yeah, because he shot him. Downey Jr., this is, he was waiting for this. I'm going to turn heel. This is going to be a performance of a lifetime. Yeah. And I'm going to do coke off a switchblade. I, I'm going to have a twist in my character. I can execute it. What the hell happened? Sheridan got a shot off. Newman came in. He just walked right into it. Walked right into it. Oh, you see, he's oh, lying God. there, right? Don't, don't talk. Don't move. Don't talk. Do you copy? This is Gerard. I need an ambulance. Why don't you guys get your EMS people up here right now? This is Gerard. My boyfriend's down. (laughs) (laughs) What is he, Paul Lynch? Gerard, get off the phone. I'm fine. Go, God. Oh, Peter. My boyfriend, Lindsey Graham, is dead. God, Lady G. Gerard. He hasn't been in the news recently. He's had a low profile. He's put to bed. They put him to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he? I mean, yeah. What's his? I think he's just. Isn't he still in the Senate? Or oh something? yeah, he is absolutely. You know, you know. I, they probably just rendered him inept. They let him. You know, there's a room of dresses. Go over there and fucking well, do your thing, G. As you know, Keith, and this is my therapy session. It has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> I said this. I said the next two elections before the midterms. Like the next two elections are key for me to say, can I tolerate living here? Can I tolerate living here? Can you talk with that in the background? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like it, it adds, I want to integrate it to that. It. It yeah. Um, and I, uh, you know, so the, the midterms, I, I wasn't, I'm not happy about it necessarily, but I, I wasn't completely depressed about it. You know what I mean? Like it, uh, the Democrats are going into a lot of headwind. Well, it, a lot it, it of headwind. Show, and it, the, it showed the Republicans' asses a little bit. Oh, I yeah. Think. Yeah. I, I think it exposed them a bit. I think that they're, you know, whatever. This is some fucking Skid Row shit happening right here. Uh oh. Whoa. Were they going to bring the fucking fireman with the fucking thing? So he probably knows about Downey Jr.'s betrayal. He might, yeah. And he has to, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, this is filmed in New York and not Chicago. Because the fugitive was Chicago. I think, I think this is New York. I don't know. I could, I don't know the chat says we're is thank is is saying happy. He says meaning happy for Adam relationship going well. That's what the happy the Oreo test. I br- <laughs> thought the Oreo test was a line about my pilot. You know no. the, the the Oreo test that we did. So we called it called it on an Oreo test. It makes sense. You know. Oh, that's well. It probably was. It was black, white, black, black. Yeah. Get a black person. I've, he's achieving my dream right now. I've always wanted to sit on a train Indian style. <laughs> and that's right. I called it American Indian style. <laughs> Creators of the burn. <laughs> so, hey. Remember the old Native American burn? Absolutely. My uh, my brother used to do that to me. Of course he did. And, and then I did it to a few people I knew, and then I felt bad about doing it. He got I was right imitating into that the suit. You can tell that he just fucking... They just put another half of that suit on, and he went right to the fucking set of Batman Forever. Joey Pants has no problem reprising a role. Oh, look at that! And he's Joey Pants rocking a hairpiece. <laughs> so uh, this is what's happening, huh? 
Joey Pants always looks fucking like flustered. Like yeah, he just yeah. ran a ran a little bit. Half marathon. Half marathon. I, I, is this Chicago or is this New no, York? No, this is New York. Yeah, this is New York. Joey exactly. Pants is never never Chicago. Yeah, yeah, he's not gonna be in Chicago, exactly. He's Ooh. in LA in midnight run, but it's a transplant situation. Yep. Absolutely. Which there's a lot out here, you know? A lot of folks in the East Coast out here. But yeah, so how, how about you? How about your life, Keith? I hate to just go off. It's going good. I've been you know? fucking uh, really digging for... There isn't as much... I feel like people were going to be more intrigued with the Bears off season, and they don't seem to be. Well, you know, it's they, they're coming off of a... I mean, they bottomed out. This is the bottoming out period. So now it is... Uh, how, who they're going to sign, who they're going to draft, how active they're going to be. And all that crap doesn't really start happening until after the Super Bowl. You know, Shortly yeah. after the Super Bowl, then it becomes that. The NFL well, tries to weird. be a year-long league. It is, and it's weird how even, like, well, Major League Baseball does this a little bit, where, like, the world, like, the during the World Series, there's when, like, the hot stove starts and stuff like that. Like, they yeah. really are bringing the off-seasons yeah. into... Like the end of the season. Oh yeah, well they like they, they don't they have want, a mock they, draft. And, well, they don't want you to have a break. They know the second no. you see no football on TV, you're gonna go to something else. You'll go to hockey because that was always my sign to like pivot on something. Like yeah. oh, hockey started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Had a different sports NBA calendar started, but now yeah. you kind of like. I guess that's what's good about YouTube is you can have a bunch of shit happening at once. But well, when I was a kid growing up, uh, uh, you know, the Super Bowl was like the first or second week of January. Like the Super Bowl would be over if we were living in 1973 right now. I mean, they did not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It didn't go into mid-February for crying out loud. It goes into I mid-February. Love how he's just going home. I know. <laughs> he's just gonna. He's just gonna go home now. Oh, what, 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 did he just get the key? The the key clue uh, on uh, on uh, Downey Jr. Young shooting Hillary someone Clinton right there. <laughs> He's got the key clue. Hillary, there. do you know what an email is? It's 1996. <laughs> what year did this come out? I want to say this was 98. This is 98. 1998. Because I was going to say this is 98. It. I remember this being on a lot of MTV ads. This is like my height of wow. MTV watching era. Wow. Like, I, I definitely remember seeing, like, trailers for The Fugitive. So, so you got the tail end of MTV, right? Of the MTV being dominant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got the oh, tail 100%. end. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you MTV did, was pretty you got, dominant you, into, yeah. the, into the aughts. Well, when do you think it kind of, like, lost sort of standing? Is Late like, 2000s. In the like era. Like, 08? Once Jackass kind of fell off. It, Jackass oh, yeah. was the transition, because Jackass was on MTV, and that kept it alive yeah, for a while. Absolutely. And then, like, Jackass it, was huge. And then it was, like, Nitro Circus, <sighs> which was, the uh, like, yeah. more Jackass, but with, like, dirt bikes and stuff like that. Yeah. More professional Jackass. Okay, okay. And then that it kind of tailed off into what it is now, which is just, like, original programming. They don't play music videos at all. Yeah. Teen Wolf, they have a, a remake of Teen Wolf. Wow, they got that. They have a studio that they make. Yeah, they make production. They they, they do. They make yeah. product. They make shows. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo, fresh up. She looks terrible now. <laughs> you know, not Beverly. That's not Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, Kate Nelligan is that Kate Nelligan? It has to be. I, I'm sure she wasn't Irene sexually Jacob. harassed at all. It's, it's either it's either Kate Nelligan. Yeah, she didn't get fucking. It's also like. Oh, here's your fifty thousand dollar paycheck. Oh, the third billing guy, he got a half a million. But park on the Jersey side of the Holland Tunnel. But hey, this be happy with your fifty seat. G's, toots. Guess what? See, we got half a late. Sheridan's right index. 
You see, the, 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 I think this is the key, the key thing to figure out that it's Downey Junior. Downey, yeah, exactly. The little pill container, but but but, but oh, Snipes is caught it, it. Is it like a pill he's been taking the whole time? He's probably. Been, I've been taking antihistamines exactly. the whole time because I'm sick. <laughs> it's from all the coke I've been doing for the last six months every day. But no, uh, Snipes found the empty one, so Snipes found a key piece of evidence that's going to somehow absolve him in the eyes of uh, Tommy Lee uh, Baker. Of Johnny Lee Jones, right? Is that Johnny who it is? Lee Jones. <laughs> I'm totally being good. <laughs> weird. Did he assassinate? Ooh, he got a did Tommy phone. Lee Jones assassinate someone in his youth? All assassins have three names: John Wilkes Booth, you know Lee Harvey Oswald, you know uh, Sirhan, Sirhan, Sirhan. No, I. Uh, <laughs> but is it? There's a lot of like three person. The assassins have three names usually. You know, they always get your middle name in there. You, it's either that or just one name. You know. Gotta hear some Joey Pants. They don't have any names. They said immigration didn't require it. It's heading up through Canada. Can you get me a helicopter to 59th Street pad? You got it. Where's he going? Dun, dun, dun. Look at that guy's mustache in there. Going. That's a 90s mustache. That's a classic yeah. 90s caterpillar. Yeah, I didn't see. Uh, again, this is all pre beard. When I started to truly feel old, Keith. Is when kids started getting the beards. When like younger guys were growing beards. Really? Oh yeah, that's when I because tr- I, I I never I, I had a goatee and a Fu Manchu for a while. That's the most. That's the most hair. I had a I had a, a patch here and then I had a Fu Manchu. That's hilarious. I, I look preposterous in, in, in face. Oh, the, I oh I'm I look sure. preposterous. Is it you know? full or is it patchy? Oh, it, it's almost all white. I mean, it's yeah. It would be fucking a white ass beard. <laughs> I should grow it out sometime. You know. Man, so yeah, he's th- he's getting the chopper. They still have the chopper. Man, this one's lagging. This movie. Yeah, it is. These are no. Oh, oh, I'm saying like story wise, oh, like oh, that, like they need to get to it. Yeah, like, we've yeah, already yeah. seen the heel turn. I feel like that should have happened later. Well, yeah. We, well, I think I think this is where the res. How far are we into the movie? I think it's over in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That this has got to be the. Yeah, exactly. It's over pretty soon. Yeah, this is it. The confrontation happens here. Ooh, the, it starts out in a setting you didn't expect. Ooh, the chat Robert says Dunn. Crow Manchu. James <laughs> is coming in. Uh, Hello, he'll, he'll be coming in soon. Excellent. Uh, he he just got off work, so cool. He'll be popping in. Look at flying over. He's flying over Lake Calumet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever you fly into like Midway, you ever fly over Lake Calumet? Hell yeah, dude! You see all the fucking flying into Midway. You see all the fucking ironworks and that, shit like that, that. That that's what the South Side used to. I didn't fucking even know be, Chicago man. had. Steel mills. I oh. thought it was just inland steel in Northwest Indiana. Dude, dude, there was a time Chicago and Northwest Indiana produced the most steel on the planet. On the planet. Post World War II. Sound like Mr. Wizard. I, I mean, it was literally on uh, the planet. On the planet. Like, it's n- your you know, money. I mean, it was basically what, like, whatever, probably on Japan, probably made parts of I, I don't know who the steel baron is now. Probably China. You know, I'm not going to change it. I'm just flicking around. Here. U.S. still makes steel, but wow. See if we can top fucking See, I mean, that whole, like, U.S. Marshals. That whole southeast part of Chicago. is. This gonna, is something. So figure yeah. skating is on. In TV history today, there was also a World Skating Championships. But in 1996, yeah. figure skating was the shit. Because they were leading up to the Olympics. The Olympiad. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is post. Scott Hamilton. <laughs> oh. Scott, <laughs> Scott Hamilton was not skating in 96. And it was not Brian Boyd. Was it Brian Boytano? No, that was that was Nancy Kerrigan. And I I, I, th- I think Boytano might have still been around in '96. 
Brian Boitano is, uh, he is a Nelly. There's no doubt about that. A Nelly. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't the Olympics in like another month? I love this thing. Aren't the Olympics happening? Well, the Women's World Cup is happening. I don't know if there's any Olympics happening. Maybe the Winter Olympics. Isn't there a Winter Olympics? Yeah, happening maybe? Because I want to wait for uh, Tara Lipinski and uh, Johnny Weir. I've been uh, I, I've been holding this joke <laughs> until the next Olympics, but I don't know how it'll go. <laughs> I've been holding this joke. I don't even know who that is. You know, you know Tara Lipinski. And John, I know who Johnny that Weir. is. Yeah, I know John, Tara, Tara Lipinski is like a late '90s reference. She's like a little pixie. Yeah, she's like a blonde little pixie. And her and Johnny Weir comment on figure skating. They they, they do oh, announcing, do they? and it is just. I mean, and my joke is, I wonder when they get done, like filming, they just scurry back to her hotel room and play with her extensive My Little Pony collection. It is just, <laughs> it is so like, oh, look at the way, the way that it's like a couple of wood nymph pixies, like, oh, like hopping around. <laughs> this is so bizarre. The commentary is bizarre. You know, I, it's hilarious to me, you know, so, but I don't know if that would go over well. I might get shamed out. I'm not going to, my, my opening set at the Hayworth is not going to go well if I open with that dress. Is that what it's called? The Hayworth? Isn't that- well, they want you to call it Dynasty Typewriter. They really oh. get a fucking hard on if you don't call it Dynasty Typewriter. And they well, close to 9, yeah, you're creating a brand, aren't you? Yeah. Are you creating well, a brand? Well, it's like a Soldier Field thing where like it's a historical building, so I don't think they can rename the building. Like I don't think they yeah. want to call it Hayworth anything. It's like Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth Theater because it's a fucking historical landmark so i don't think they can alter did they ever open that mexican restaurant next to it again la fonda no and that I place think they, was they're either great they're either turning it into a uh like a a fucking crossfit place oh yeah or they shoot stuff there because i see them loading gear in and out i've seen a movie shoot there they shoot a lot of movies around here yeah they do a lot of the tinseltown stuff around here yeah. it's fucking los angeles yep no they do they do you know dude car maybe they burnt that building down just to like you know car shield got rick flair to do a commercial because they have money <laughs> it's chris so we were talking uh, yeah. speaking of commercials you were talking about like big stars doing commercials i was passing down the street like there's a Dior ad with uh, who's the fucking uh Black Swan girl? Oh, oh, oh who played Black Swan? Oh, 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 you mean uh, uh whatever? Oh, not uh, uh Mila Kunis? No, or, uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah, wow. She's doing a Dior ad, and I was like, wow. I remember when doing ads was like that was a a genre of actor. Yeah, like that was how people got their breaks, and I was like. You're kind of fucking over young performers. They don't like care taking they, the ads. They, they, they want to go in and swoop. They gotta make their. They gotta make their nut. You know, Can't and they leave gotta, a penny on know, the ground. So it's like if it's an opportunity, I, I can make how many million? Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah, the, the temptation is too much. You know, and if you're in their position, you probably do the same thing. Just fucking selling you know? out for a commercial yeah, that has boy, Adam's boy. soothing tones <laughs> over it. Exactly. Beau Rivage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta push that, man. Post this application. I'm gonna get into that, you know. Beauvage. I know <laughs> the soothing tone. I told you, you, you guess what? As a passenger, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe I told the story before. Let me know if I have. Woman gets in with her with a kid. I pick him up at, at a art museum downtown, the Broad, I think it was. They had to go back to their place. Maybe it was a 12 to 15 minute ride, relatively quick ride. The second she gets in, she says, Do you do voiceover work? It's the first thing she says. And I was like, no, I, I don't. You know, and I have an agent, yeah. you know, and I've done a little bit of work, but the I get frustrated says, by don't it. Don't walk. Run. <laughs> run. Don't walk. Run. 
to make that's a part of your voiceover reel. It is. Don't walk. Run. <laughs> Does that work? Does that work? Bo Ravage. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I gotta put that back in the drop. It so used this, to be the drop. <laughs> so this woman that I, uh, so this I mean, I'm fine with it. So this woman I picked up with her kid. Then she would start chatting, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah." I was talking. About, I got on the subject of you uh, of her her father. Her father was is Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy's daughter. Oh yeah, daughter. I asked if she looked like her. You know, and yeah, yeah, she didn't. Not, I couldn't really get a good look at her. She was blonde hair. You know, and then we got into a conversation about Eugene O'Neill. It was a good conversation. She was very much a New Yorker, though. Her mind was going a million miles a minute. A New Yaka. She's a fucking you know? New Yaka. This is. Oh, oh are they going to fight on the cargo? There you go, Sam. Just lift it up. Yep, there you go. We don't recognize the two cops what fighting are you on cop it. What the suckers doing on my job site? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know, I guess this. I mean, you know, this. There's a suspense in this. Would you say? I mean, there's something in it. You know, this I mean, they're floating on. They're hanging on a net. Twenty-five years ago. Twenty-five fucking years ago. Oh, can I hear my man? These headphones do suck, dick. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're terrible. <laughs> oh my god, are they, are they falling into the rice? Or oh, they were saved, saved by kitty litter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? A, That's the line a, from fucking Batman Returns. <laughs> Going for the gun. Ba -da -da -ba -da -ba, we're gonna fight over the gun and the cord. Those two guys are up there just betting on it. Fucking yeah. throwing down ones. <laughs> like a fucking th like Thailand and shit. <laughs> yeah, th there was. Do you think there was some talking to the screen in this? There might oh, have been yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Hit that white boy. <laughs> when, when you think of talking to the screen, when you, when you were first exposed to that phenomenon, do you recall what it was, what movie it was? No. I'm talking about African-American people talking to the no, screen. No, I've the actually, that's actually a recent thing. There was a lot of it at Woman King. We saw Woman King at the, at, out, oh, out yeah. in Culver City. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of young blacks fucking hooting and hollering and cheering and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Part of me gets, the cynical part of my brain gets annoyed at that because I've been so, I've been so uh, trained to like just you know it's fake like, yeah why are you getting so excited about it yeah and but then but it's it's progress you know let them get excited <laughs> well, cheering no, for I mean, a woman warrior hacking people's heads off it was pretty badass it was like fucking conan starring fucking a black woman yeah <laughs> i wanted to nail the actress's name but i just failed yeah 100%. it's okay it's okay <laughs> here we go here's yeah. where, here's where we get downy uh oh oh see shot him To say the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, die. I, I, here. I needed my meds. This is like the same scene from Lethal, Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> you know? He just has a raging erection when they <laughs> pan down. Just got cocaine wood. Does that happen? That's the opposite, actually. Sure. Uh oh. How does he. Uh, the, the, this is supposed to mean something. That was supposed to mean something. I didn't see that up there. God is man. Is he gonna let him get away? This is back in the nineties when you lit a when you let a guy get away. <laughs> he's a cop. He's a good man. He's just trying to provide for his family. <laughs> Got snipes. Or is How he many? Gonna, or it's the he's gonna get him on his own. Did, didn't snipes get like? Eight years of prison. He like, got a little bit of time. Yeah, for, they made an example out of old Wesley. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not paying his taxes. It's also isn't it a little bit foolish to not pay your taxes when it's that visible? 
When you're that visible. Well, yeah, and especially when you know, like, there's the fucking dumb gay phrase, you know, death in Texas. Like, oh yeah, that shit's real. I know. I I don't have much debt, but the one thing that people track me down on is the money I owe the federal government. Yeah, I get letters about that all the time. Yeah, you're not getting your money. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, do they fucking bother me about yeah. it. Yeah. You know some... I, oh, oh, he's thinking back on it. Yeah. You've been a fool, Tommy. Exactly. He's putting it together. Oh, my God. I noticed on the boat you finally went with the guard. Yeah. Oh, what's his lie? Uh, Catch 40, his lie. just like yours. That's the same thing. He's never sinister. Who? Tom Downey Jr. Oh, no, no, He's no. always the same sly fucking, you know, yeah. little Colin Coward-ish in his voice. Well, th- th- that's why he's, he's convincing in people's eyes. You know what I mean? He can, but he can never be a true bad guy. You can't see him as a serial killer in a show. <laughs> he tried every time. It's a good choice. Keep killing black, son. <laughs> I'm proud Violet of you, boy. Civil rights. <laughs> Keep violating civil rights. You know, I'm still the they character. Even have those I'm still rights. the character from that fucking Matthew McConaughey movie. <laughs> Deeply racist. <laughs> Mississippi Burning or whatever the fuck that's no, called. Matthew McConaughey. No, what's the one burning? where he says where he tells the jury, "Now imagine all that happened. Now imagine she's white." What, like the verdict or something? Yeah, uh, I think or, it's the verdict. Oh, or wasn't it McConaughey? Or uh, wasn't it McConaughey's like first? Like he and Bullock were the in firm. It and Sam, I think it, no, no, the, the firm, firm was the firm was Tom Cruise. But whatever movie it is, it's when he goes to the South to try the case where the young black girl gets beaten to death. Yes, and then yes. he tells the jury at the end. Now imagine she's what? <laughs> I think Tommy Lee Jones is the racist lawyer in that. So basically, that was Matthew McConaughey being Gregory Peck from oh, fucking, yeah. you know, from. from Fucking uh, to kill a mockingbird. To kill a mockingbird, exactly. Which they just rehash the same fucking story. Man. Yeah, it's there's amazing. no, there's nothing original. Yeah, you know. On DSS, I can keep. They yeah, have a few different actors in there. They have a different, different take on it. You know. He just fucking bare fisted him evidence. Here, here's some evidence. It's got my fingerprints all over it. Just don't track those. This, this is when Downey Jr. was heavily into drugs. Late nineties. Oh, that wasn't an act. Yeah, He's yeah. really worn out. Yeah. He's probably crashing hard yeah. at that. Do we got to do another one? They're making him do extra takes just to punish him. <laughs> Take number 38. He's, <laughs> he's having muscle convulsions. Oh, he's beyond the fucking nausea and the sweats. I'm he's kicking, having, he's guys, having, I think he's Charlie actually horses. withdrawing from drugs. God. What well, you know? The, the remember that there was a movie that uh, Jodie Foster did in the mid nineties where like, she gets home, raped. Uh, no, oh, no, the accused. That, that that was that was heavy. Drama. You know, that's a show now. The Accused. It's just t- called Accused. It's an anthology show. Oh. Uh. Are you really? I want to do cocaine off your penis. Nerve. Boggling. Pain in my ass. Why couldn't you just die? In the cemetery. Or the plane. Look at this. Sit up. You know the job. You had the same training. We eliminate threats. Look at this. Threat. Look at fucking Robert Downey Jr. His exposition. I'm down to my last option here. I'm literally gonna rob my neighbor's house after this movie. <laughs> it was you. You set me up. You were a traitor. Yeah, I'm the man, Mark. You're the delivery boy. Needed a fall guy to make the bag drop in case things went south. You're gay. 
like the two deep. I'm fat. You're gay. You <laughs> in? Their blood is on your head. Look at that bowl haircut. Yeah, he was. I lo- uh, that was my brand of hair back in the day. Oh yeah, I have it now. I'm gonna fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but with uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, late nineties, late nineties. He was he was truly in the height of his addiction. Again, I thought. I mean, the fact that he's come back and become this. Huge it star. is pretty great and maintained it. I mean, Rourke got his shot again, but he hasn't like consistently maintained it since the wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rourke, ex- I agree. He tried to, and well, he, he was the bad guy with the with the with the whips. He was a bad guy in a Marvel movie. He was the Russian guy. Yeah, with his, with his whips. You know. What do you want to bet? The bullets we pulled out of my vest match the ones that killed Helen. I'm gonna pull two bullets out of my butt cheeks. Why did you shoot that? That's Tommy Lee Jones' thing. I say soliloquies with no emotion, son. Yep, How yep. do you feel right now? I'm staring into your eyes. It's just dead, yeah. Dead silent. I've never cried. My wife died. My son died. <laughs> Didn't cry once. Crying's for pussies. Are you an alien? Go ahead, shoot me. What's your story going to be? You caught me trying to turn him loose. I'll think of something. Oh, there we go. The old switcheroo. Got a new follower. Thank you for the new follower. He had to totally Welcome. catch him with the with the. Welcome shit. to the community, Thank mate. You. Exactly. That's what British people say when people follow. <laughs> Welcome to the community, mate. Happy to have you. Then they get. Oh, upset. there we go. Then they get upset when their chats get dirty. You can get dirty in our chat. Yeah, man. The whole like this. Uh, he shot him. Get dirty in the chat. You know what I'm saying Look at here? D- Downey Jr. played the back guy. That, that, that's actually him literally nodding off. He's literally nodding off. It'd be great if that was the actual soundtrack to the fucking thing. I'm going back to bed. (laughs) There we go. This is just some Streets of L.A. shit right here. That's me waiting for the bus right there. This is the end. Jones took care of business. Except for I'm not pointing a gun at the guy. I'm just like, hey, can you move? I'm waiting for the 28. This is like like the end of Wall Street. They're going to the same like courtroom. Or the beginning scene of uh, Carlito's Way. We're back to this broad. We've seen her three times. You know, I'm just... I'm doing community theater right now in Scottsdale. How does it feel? The Bob Crane Theater. (laughs) How does it feel to be corroborated in your accusations of our racist state? (laughs) She's got his arm in a sling. (laughs) What is it, a Rickles act? Uh Uh-oh, here he goes. Oh, that that dress, that dress was like... Is that Jones's lady? I got a white girl to get. I'm about to go piss off some white guys. Exactly. Look at this. An interracial marriage. Uh oh. Again, you know, it was woke back Look then, at that. dude. She was like, <gasps> she just <laughs> orgasmed on the hug. <sighs> Thanks a lot, Jones. Thanks a lot, Tommy Lee. Because that's how you get released from prison. Has it really worked that way? The chat says, my childhood merged multiple movies. That's an order. Go on. I never saw. I, I got a thumb. She got his thumb right up at the ass there. Oh, Go to my office right there. Oh, God. A play. You got, your generation loves the A. Who's <laughs> talking about the A, you know? It's still the forbidden fruit. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at pants. He's just fucking Look back to. So, Tommy Lee, I'm smoking a cigar. His hair is always must. He's not Chicago. Unmuss yeah. your piece. 
Does he have a line here? For what? He has a line here. What's his line? What's his resolution line? But I don't even like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go. Some cop laughs. I had this cigar on your wife's pussy. <laughs> Just like our president at the time. Oh, yeah. You know, my 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 uncle has a, a, a custom set of golf balls called Slick Willies. God, it's a good time. Yeah, we didn't like Willie, man. You know, Jesus Christ. So we could we could do a couple of things here. We could go. Do you want to go? Uh, you want to check out Night Court Pilots? Um, we what could else do we Night got? Court Pilots. We could do Colin stuff. We could talk a little NFL. We could do Velma. We can watch Velma reactions. Uh, how about a little uh, of Coward? Can we can we pull him up? You want to pull a little Colin up? Yeah, yeah. We haven't watched him in today's a couple weeks, Colin. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it would be good to see him. So what do you think about these championship games? We can get into a little TV league, too, I guess, because the NFL scored 162 points over wow. these past couple of weeks here. First place yeah. uh, on Monday, January 16th, 54 points. Yeah. 54 points on Saturday, the 21st, January, uh, and then uh, another 54 on Sunday. Yeah. We're yeah. going to get another double. Well, yeah. it, one only one of the games is going to get it on Sunday. Probably the second game. The second game. Yeah. Because only primetime gets the fucking ratings. Well, they want Eagles in San Francisco. Yeah. The Cincinnati and Kansas City. Colin small drops markets. a bomb. Do you want to see Colin drop a bomb? Sure. Absolutely. So here's a situation. They would have paid Harbaugh 18 million. Sean Payton will be north of 20 million. That's resetting the market. But you have to be careful. I know what Sean Payton's wallet will taste like because I licked it. When we, we had a meeting, I was licking his. He had business cards. I was taking them, slapping them on my head. Disaster. Everything told you. James Dolan, roster, cap issues, draft pick inefficiencies. Everything told you. That was a, there were warning signs everywhere. Um, when, when Chip Kelly went back to the San Francisco 49ers, he didn't like the NFL. He chose the Chiefs. He told me. Bomb. Yeah. yeah. When he went to UCLA, Florida. So, so what he's getting into money. is, they're saying Sean Payton might not take any jobs, available yeah. jobs. Yeah. That he's just happy kind of being on TV. Yeah. Like, yep. so he lives in Manhattan Beach out here. Ugh. Like, Th- you, that you, wouldn't be a bad life. Well, Carolina <laughs> hired Frank Reich today, so that yeah. job is gone. Yeah. Goes to the NFL. But who wants to go coaching? Charlotte's actually an okay city. And then there's Arizona. That job's open. But still, it's yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah it's Zona. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, Zona. Rangers. I wouldn't mind living in Zona. It's money. What happens is when it's you politically A-Rod, Rangers, money, <laughs> Third base, triple-digit contract. Steinbrenner, <laughs> lasers. Users in baseball take big contracts. Because of the pressure of the contract, they, they get into slumps, and then they veered in the steroid era toward help assistance, inorganic assistance, because they felt the pressure of the big contract. Yeah. Um, Look at it. Looks like Sean Payton is dreaming of a doting over Colin in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's proud of him. I'm yep. proud of you, Colin. Yep. Phil's obviously a brilliant guy. Sean's a brilliant guy. There's all. Sean's a brilliant guy. You know, I, you know, he has dinner every night, and I find out what restaurant he's at, and I go yeah. sit down, and I pretend he invited me to dinner. <laughs> is he washed? New owners, rich, but you don't know much about him. The GM now is semi-powerless. It, 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 now, we think the, tw- the, the chat says Vikings, sh- uh, seriously, should the Vikings dump cousins? Oh, no, no, they shouldn't. Uh, uh, what they, what they, their biggest decision in the offseason is going, who they're going to hire as a defensive coordinator. Cause I, I like 
O'Connell. I think he's been a decent coach. I think their GM's been decent. Although the first draft, ugh. not 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 but many guys contributed it's, well. It's the, uh, the quasi Mensa, yeah, Adolfo Mensa, exactly. Got nine names, exactly. He, he, he's got an intellectual set of names. Absolutely. He went to Princeton. I think he was an economist. He, he worked for the 49ers. I mean, his last name is Mensa. I know exactly. And you used to call. Oh, I called Rick Spielman. Chicago Mensa. sports. Speaking of that, do you want to go? Fucking Spielman was on the score. Oh God, he's such a buffoon. I want you Rick to- Spielman. For those who don't know, was the GM of the Vikings for like 17 years, and before that with the Dolphins, a record of pure mediocrity, of botching up drafts. This is a true. This is a true thing. The, since 2016, uh, 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 Keith, 2016, uh, defensive players. I think they've drafted 26 defensive players, and they have one player from those drafts who plays. So I've wanted one. I, I've actually one. I've actually been wanting to hear players. about this because the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett to be their new offensive coordinator. Yeah, washout. Let's see, because Colin loves himself an offensive hire. Yeah. Let's see Colin's take on Nathaniel Hackett being hired. And that Aaron's guy? Hackett is going to go to New York and... <laughs> I don't know, I can't even read this. I'm so angry, Colin. Why are you angry? I thought this What was- do you mean, Nathaniel Hackett? Come on. Colin. So, uh, it's funny. Robert Sala just spoke. And there's he some told guys the media, who can't, you, you know, gotta be able to look There's some guys who can't make the leap to a head coach. Whatever you you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think O'Connell, again, for the Queens, talk about that. I, I think that he did a pretty good job with what they have. What, what's frustrating, here's what I'm J-Mac concerned is about. is upset about it. He, 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 here's what I'm, I'm concerned about, uh, Keith. This hit me, okay. Uh, the Vikings have had periods of time where they've had like the, tr- or one of the truly dominant players in the league and like no one else, you know. I'd say the last or three or four years of Adrian Peterson, the best running back, maybe right. the best athlete. At, at a time when a running back, when he literally oh, oh, took yeah. you to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, did you, did you go to the playoffs his rookie year? Uh, they went in 08, his second year. 09 was his high watermark. He was a third year player. That was the year with Favre. Then he went to the playoffs in 2012 and then 15. They went four times with him. But he was a great player, you know, and then, but then they really had no one else, really, you know. Well, they had it with Randy Moss post Chris Carter. They just had Randy Moss and like Culper was decent, but he fumbled too much. So I don't want them to turn into, oh, they just have Justin Jefferson and a bunch of Joes. I want to hear J Mac be upset. So, so that, 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 yeah. that's my, that, that's my take is who, what, what's their defense going to be? Are they going to yeah. go from a 3-4 to a 4-3? I think their they're staying, they're bad. sticking 3-4. I, if they do that, they're just going to have to retool. They're going to get rid of a bunch of their personnel then. If they stick with the 3-4, they're going to have to force them, you know, be rigid, <laughs> force them to do it, you know. <laughs> Well, exactly. They don't have the right personnel. Their backup DNs didn't do very well this year because they're not fucking three, four guys. Look at that face I froze J Mac on. He looks like it looks like they're. It looks like he's being serviced, and it looks like Colin's just waiting. Kind of what? It looks like Colin's just waiting waiting. until he comes. Yeah, that's actually kind of funny. (laughs) All right. And he told the media, Service. "You got to be able to look by Steve Gutenberg from Police Academy below the desk." <laughs> you know, it's obvious that he was terrible. They interviewed fifteen guys and they landed on Nathaniel Hackett. Well, uh, he is the Vikings friend. dodged a bullet. He was on the short list for so the hires for the there, Vikings, and this is them trying. He's to one of their final three guys. guys. Yeah, quite work out. Yeah. You got Russell Wilson, well, and you won like what? Watch Collins' faces in the side. Between being a head coach and a coordinator, 
There's a lot of great coordinators in football. Oh. There are very few great coaches. So Hackett's going to just be a, go back to being a great coordinator after his entire life. Well, was, he, he was deep pantsed in Denver, basically. He was awful. As a head coach. But, so he had no impact on the offense? <laughs> Yeah, your offensive coach, Colin. He's getting backed into a corner. Yeah, he here. is. He is. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, uh, you know, he's challenging him. He's challenging him. You know, the final six games of the season. He knows his head's on the chopping block of if they don't win. Yeah. So you know you've got to win. It was and a mess. You hire sometimes Daniel Hackett. Well, you know, that also that? tells me again. You know, that tells me there's other things we're thinking about trying to do. Show. Like well, maybe trading they for want it, Well, no, he says he wants a veteran quarterback yeah. behind. They're do, they're playing the. Mitch. They're getting rid of Wilson, they're, right? Well, no, they're yeah. playing the Mitch game. They're saying they want a veteran for Zach to learn behind. Oh, oh, okay. And this is going to be his third year. That is such a bullshit lie. About you, when you're in competition for a position, you're trying to win that position. It's not. Oh, I will learn the tutelage and being in the room. There might be a little bit of that, but the fact is, you got to fucking play the game. You can talk about it. You can watch film all you want. You got to get out there and play the game. You know, hey, got to play the game, all right? <laughs> you play to win the game, Robert. You know, oh, yeah, a little but, bit, just a little. Okay, so what's this fucking low-level beat they got the going on? Yeah. Do we know where he's? Okay, yeah. If McVeigh hires him, that's telling that's telling you because the Jets couldn't get a touchdown the last five six starts. Yeah, they, they couldn't. That's telling you McVeigh thinks. LaFleur is really good. Yeah. He thinks maybe there's something there. Now that he does have a relationship with the LaFleurs. Well, that's fine. You yeah. wouldn't I don't think LaFleur is that good of a head coach. No, Frank. Colin I, gets I into that all the time. Colin is always digging in on old Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I don't think it's anything else special. You know, I, I, I think that uh, they, they're hoping for it. I, you know, Rodgers, we'll see. They, they may Colin, move on from him. You know, positive. he's 39. <laughs> he turns 40 I mean, this season. I'm going to look it up during you know? the break. No, I had How many other teams? We're, we're down to. Are we going to get? I can't believe can we Bra get Brady is still going to try and play. Oh, he's going to go to Oakland, I guess. Jesus Christ! What, like fucking George Blanda? You know, <laughs> George. Bl I actually George Blanda retired two years before I achieved football sentience. I think he retired in '75. Trying to find some more college, and, and, and he played I in the '40s. <laughs> I think we're done with George Colin. Blanda. Was drafted by the Bears in the late '40s. <laughs> Oh, I know about Blanda. I, I, I think he backed up like a Sid Luckman or something. Yeah. I mean, literally, you know, the, like, quarter, like the legendary the, the first quarterback controversy or yeah, some yeah, shit exactly. like that. And like Blanda, then went, I think he was like probably selling insurance for a while. Then, he, then the AFL saved his career. He, he went and played for the Oilers and they went to the championship game with so George Blanda. So let me Blanda's switch screens here because apparently, I think, I think I'm right. Uh, Fableman's got our, our Fableman. The got Fablemans got tell nominated me, for a shitload of uh, Academy Awards, me, apparently. Tell me about this. Tell me, Keith. What did the Fablemans get nominated for? I want to hear. So, you know, let's see. I definitely Best truth. Director. Oh, yes. God, we <laughs> Genre films score big with noms for The Fablemans, Everything Elsewhere, and more. So here, let's crack down this whole list. The Fablemans. <laughs> Fucking we moved Paul into Dano. the neighborhood you wouldn't believe. We moved into the neighborhood with fucking well, cousins of the Cameramans. I I'm glad they let us know it's 1984 here. You know, is this like this? Oh, this is Tommy Boy, I think. No, this ricochet. is Ricochet, 1991. Denzel Washington and John Lithgow. I mean, there's no reason to change the channel. Look at look at Washington. Yeah, wow, man. 
he's young he's there, young man. you'd almost didn't even know that was him yeah initially initially i didn't because he, he's 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 a solid 30 to 40 pounds love? lighter no <laughs> 91 i'm telling you dude 91 was a trend there was a it was a pivot that year it was again not, it became not the 80s exactly in absolutely 90, and then 92 and 90s were full on effect Kevin Pollock. So let's see what guy my showed up everywhere. got. What my Fablemans did. Jurassic World Dominion and Nope were completely shut out. Yeah, Nope got completely shut out, and the rumor is, is because it shits on Hollywood. Ooh, really? Because it like that the the Academy loves tugging on those movies that make it fucking that's why Fablemans got nominated, because it makes movies seem like magic. Yeah. <laughs> we don't take advantage of people and sexually assault anyone <laughs> on this scene here. We're totally fair. It's a meritocracy. The good person, the most talented always gets picked. <laughs> I used to think that, you know, I used to think that way. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. A lot of it, seriously, the best piece of advice I got in the past year, Keith, the best piece of advice was from the writing point of view is writing is like a game of Plinko. On Price is Right. That's all it is. You just drop that little coin and it's going kind of randomly. Sometimes what you do hits, sometimes it doesn't. You know, so you have a lot of those Plinko chips going at one time. You got to have two or three going at the same time to actually have something hit. They didn't you know? even list Fable. Man. But I, I put all my eggs in one basket. Uh, th th that's the approach I've had, which might be more of a lazy approach, but I don't know. I want to make quality, you know. Uh oh, Lithgow. Lithgow plays a good it bad guy. It got eight Oscar nominations. Oh, that dude. Holy shit! Is that, that Dale McPeak? Is is that Keith Keith hey. Gordon? That's fucking looks like a fat. Uh, oh, that Asian Taturo. dude. He, he he's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a good Joe. Here's Lithgow. Why don't you just announce that this is an inside job? So when he did, because Third Rock, this is matches with fucking TV history perfectly because yeah. uh, Third Rock from the Sun debuted in January 1996. It did? Yeah. Wow. And was it a shock for you that Lithgow was like a comedy, was doing comedy? Uh, it, it, it was different, but so I, I, always a big knew, I always knew Lithgow had a lot of range. World According to Garp, he was, the, he was the trans person. Yeah, he was World a trans football player, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. That was the first time I got exposed to like sort of transgender. Even the you know? the Fablemans, it's semi autobiographical. <laughs> well, you know this mention. My life. no, no, no. It'll, it'll. Uh, I, I, I'm supposed to be very good. I'm sure it's good. You know, although so, God, best, when we saw that making of Fablemans, best it was picture, so best director, best original score, best makeup and hairstyling, best production design, and best original screenplay. Yeah, well, well Kershaw well, wrote it. My life is magic, so it was really just <laughs> God letting it happen. Michelle Williams was nominated for best actress as Mitzi yeah, yeah. Mitzi Shid Shiddlekraut Fableman. <laughs> But yeah, here's Lith. Oh, Lith. Oh man, that was a that was a fucking that was a nice one. blast. That was that was a post watershed blast. Yeah, and you know it's pat after eight p.m. on that fire. Yeah, yeah, that was. Lithgow plays a good that guy. Isn't that Keith Gordon? That's fucking. Uh, there's a big fucking Denzel Lithgow Ice T. Ice T Null. I love it. Kevin Pollack. Josh Evans. Lindsey Wagner. Josh Evans. Heidi Thomas. It, it, Josh Evans is a guy in the car. I think he's Robert Evans's kid. Oh, of course. I think. Nepo baby. Yeah. He definitely absolutely. died of a fucking fentanyl overdose. Ooh. Yeah. Is he, I wonder if he's still alive. Don't you hate days like this. I mean, all I wanted was a slice of pizza, maybe a little extra cheese. Don't even try it. Don't even think about it. You got an Ithaca 37 12 gauge sword. Look at his hair. Five pound slide. 
Now, in time it takes you to pump it one time, I'll have three bullets in your head, maybe one in your chest. I'll so this is setting up his vendetta for the yeah, rest yeah, of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Now, I love donuts, but I hate the paperwork. Look at his ginger hair. Uh-oh. Oh, I just came out! I love how she just shat through everything. <laughs> exactly. It's a panic. There's got to be an accidental shooting, correct? Judd Hirsch was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for playing Boris Shittlecroft. It's just the same role from Independence Day. Same same role from Independence Day. 27 years ago. My son David. (laughs) Except for it's Steven. I thought he was playing an old guy then. He's just... uh Oh, look at this. Is this... Are not the nice this is quite. Oh, look at that guy. There we go, man. There we go. That guy ate donuts in every movie in the 1990s. <laughs> I'll take my shirt look off. Look at him. No I'm going to strip naked. That's going to make her wet, and she's going to slide away from you. I want you to trust me. I want to show you. I got is this a comedy? <laughs> what is this, Magic Mike? Absolutely nothing. I mean, I don't want you to look stupid, right? The I'm just going to do a little jig. I'm going to do I'll a little jig. Gun, but here's the deal. Down. I'm gonna put my butt cheeks in your face and I'm gonna twerk. Alright? Drop the gun! All right. You're gonna take $20 out of your pocket and you're gonna slide it into my underwear <laughs> for the service that I provide. Hold if on. you slide another 20, we can go behind the shed. I wanna see what. Now is useless unless you're a pretty girl. Speaking of pretty girls, why don't you let her go? After I kill you! There we Ooh, go. Right in the kneecap. That's a rough oh. shot. Oh, he, he's got a knife. <laughs> That's a warlock Lifka knife. Puts a fucking knife out. That's the man. type of knife that puts a spirit into somebody. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah I look at those. Look at that clean chest. You think he demanded to be shirtless in the first ten minutes of the movie? No, I. I wonder about. It. I'm like, wouldn't that? It's kind of embarrassing, isn't it? Like, I'm gonna show my body off to show I have a nice body. I gotta do that in Hollywood. I gotta pop in some way, shape, or form. I'm handsome. I'm. I'm but he was. Uh, Denzel Washington for me, it was. Uh, it was uh, Saint. Saint. So Elsewhere. let me test your knowledge. Saint Elsewhere was my Spielberg first has won four Oscars. Okay. For what? Schindler's List is one of them for sure. Yes, best director and best picture. Director. Yeah, best director and, and picture. And. He didn't win it for Saving Private Ryan. He did. Oh, uh, was that uh, director? Yes. But, but not picture? No, both. Oh, it won in 98, too? Yeah. Was Saving Private Ryan? 99. 99. God, I didn't know that. That that, that is movie a- was uh, like took the world over. Yeah. That's only a year after U.S. Marshals. Yeah. And you can tell why. The shit they were fucking shoveled in 1998. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah the, the Nothing look good of it. came out in 98. They were still reeling from Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They probably were, actually. But yeah, no, yeah, you were right. That that definitely was a uh, a shift. Uh, as far as warm, it's still a- is aged pretty well. Oh, it's I very think. good. Ah, fuck. Oh, it just went out. I thought the camera was dead for a while. Wouldn't you? Uh, I, I think as far as war movies goes, I think the scenes were actually pretty. De- I think they've, it's it's aged pretty well. You know, I'm kind of late to the World War II party, but that's good. Yeah, you know, that's probably good. No, no you're you're it. you're there involved in the World War II party. Yeah, you know, it's just interesting to me. I think about you know, there's uh, what do you think? What do you think about the possibility of a true global conflict again? What do you think about? Do you ever think about that? I don't know. True global conflict. Where well, like, I'll, I'll think about that while I set up Velma. We're gonna go to Velma. We're we're knocking off this topics list. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, we can. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. what do you, what was your question again? Uh, a global global war. Do you do you think there's still a possibility of like 
like uh, no, large scale. No, because I think the globe is too interconnected to actually pull like it, it off. would. It would because whoever does it, you're you're. It's a suicide mission essentially. Yeah. Because if one person launches a nuclear missile, another country does, and then another country. Ugh. Like it's not like there's going to be one king standing on a pile of rubble. The chain like, of I events. Think in the eighties and nineties, that was like a threat. Russia will stand alone. Because there's two nukes in the world and shit like that. No, there wasn't two nukes. I know, in the world. but there you were know tens what I mean. of thousands. You know, and, and they were pouring at each other for years. You know, look at that so, right on the homepage. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Velma. I, I saw that. <laughs> so this is the new controversy in the world. The rights are really furious about this, and we're excited to really? see it. Really, we're gonna watch a little bit of Velma, and then we're gonna watch a little bit of people reacting to it. What say you? God. Skip the ad. Last of Us really fucking debuted at 50 points on the TV League. First wow. place. Wow. I wonder if we lost that viewer because he's anti-woke. We went from three live to two. <laughs> my name is Velma Dinkley. And this is my origin story. <laughs> sure. Normally, origin stories are about tall, handsome guys struggling with the burden of being handed even more power. And if they are about girls... It's, it's just Mindy Kaling. Like, that's just Mindy Kaling's Usually voice. Usually like, hey, what made this hot shit go crazy? So to remedy this, I've decided to finally share the bone-chilling events that drove me to assemble the greatest team of spooky mystery solvers ever. Yeah, it was me, not Fred and his weird sex fan. This is my story told my... Not Fred and his weird sex fan. The sin bin. My brother had a van, he called it the sin bin. Also, here's what I will say, and this doesn't ruin it, but the whole fun of Velma being a lesbian is that she wasn't really a lesbian. (laughs) It was like something you joked about. Like, when you make it real, it almost, like, you're like, who gives a shit now? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was fun when it was veiled. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. That was the rumor. That was was the Gen X joke rumor. Yeah. Velma was a lesbian. Now, at the time, in the 70s, that that was a look of a girl. I feel feel like Velma was just supposed to be a frump, like a nerd. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all. That's all, you know. Because gays are nerds. You know, that's that's the whole thing of it. If you're gay, you're a fucking dork. Oh, I actually kind of love it. <gasps> Sex sells. And in today's overcrowded market, you need a hook. Um, the only hook a good show ever needs is good storytelling. Then why was your favorite part of the Riverdale pilot when Betty and Veronica kissed? Well, because uh. I was instantly called out as tired in the scene. Uh. No, it's because it was hot. You could have it both ways. Uh. No, you... She's struggling with their sexuality, oh, man. Is that this Bella? is like ni- MTV and the, like late night MTV. That's Bella. And how do you feel That's fucking Daphne. Casting Daphne. Well, as an Asian woman, I uh As an Asian woman, you had to set that up because that looks like a white girl cartoon. When yeah. white people play Jesus or a professional boxer, why can't it ever go the other way, right? Uh yes. I wasn't expecting such an enlightened answer from such a bitch, Velma? What the hell? You almost killed me. Guess I didn't try hard enough. See, now if this was a show, it'd be super hot if you two kissed. Krista, if this was a show, you'd be killed off for being horny. Brenda? Wait, did you climb in my locker to prove how skinny you are again? Ugh, we get it. Like, and here's my pro- Ooh, her head fell off. That's fun. Oh. Here's my issue. You're making Velma all like quippy and like, yeah, yeah. She's a dork. 
I know. <laughs> she doesn't, she says jinkies. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, this is, you know, th- th- this will last all of Oh, it'll get canceled. Days. I even yeah. people that are woke are like this. It's terrible. Yeah. That's the fun of it. And I think yeah. that's part of why I think they go even in the dialogue so heavy on the like white person. This is I think part of the show is they're white. They're woke. Yeah. Like yeah. it's about woke cartoon characters. Oh, God. It, it, it just seems so uh it's forced. It's so forced. Yeah. Well, as an Asian woman. Yeah, I know. Well, th- th- that was. Oh, People right. been saying shit like that since I was oh over the God, '90s. Did you ever have someone actually tell you as an yes. Asian woman? Not as an Asian woman, but I don't, as a black woman, I heard that a couple times. You know? Well, they actually have a real struggle. Yeah, I mean, if you as an, yeah. if to me, when I hear as an Asian person, usually whatever follows is, you know, I'm a legacy at UCLA yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Exactly. <laughs> As an Asian person, my parents put a lot of stress on me to succeed. Yeah. Who isn't a gym teacher anymore? Clearly, someone's trying to frame me. Everyone's a dyke on this show, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Just <laughs> filled to the brim with fucking rug munch. My face is exactly. because of your hair I knew within no. five Now I know why Glenn Beck hates this show. <laughs> is he still a voice? Is Glenn Beck oh, still yeah, a voice? Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to watch that voice here in a second. I knew. The- so do you think we've seen enough to see the, the reactions? I knew within the first five minutes when I met Velma that we would be, we would be together until time itself expires. <laughs> and how did I know that? Because Velma is so strong. <laughs> Velma is so strong. <laughs> She's so strong. <laughs> Everything's about being strong, right? Isn't that? So the Twitch, I'm going to try you know? and get. When people thought Paul Lind uh, banged coeds in the 70s. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. No, yeah. He was. Uh, Paul Lind was the Velma of his time. No, Paul Lind, Rip Taylor, and Charles Nelson Riley were the only allowed open homosexuals in Hollywood in the seventies, and they had to be on like game shows and shit. You know, they weren't going to be like sort of seriously taken actors. Paul Lind, I guess, real anti-Semite, as I said before. I heard the rumor that he would get drunk because he was a big alcoholic. Paul Lind, real anti-Semite, real anti-Semite. Paul Lind, that's how we're going to fucking. I guess because he was a huge. You know what's fucking ironic? Paul Lind would should be gay actor Paul Lind, but it's gay actor Stanley Tucci, <laughs> real anti semite Paul Lind. <laughs> Paul Lind, I guess he would get loaded. Oh, no, he would, he would get loaded, and then he would. Ooh, start, let's hear him. He apparently he's My a dick. Doctor says it's basically sickle cell for rich guys. Is it called rudeness? It is. You're like smart. Oh wow, thank you. Yeah, not wow. a compliment. Anyway, have you seen Daphne? She texted. Oh, Fred, thank God you're here. Brenda's and to me. No, I know. I'm caliente, as this one's people would say. Is this, no, no one Brenda's people dead. Are they, what? No. I thought these like, archetypes were gone. Oh my god! I thought they were supposed to be That's gone. That's hilarious. I thought they were supposed to be gone. He might you know as well I mean? have just said Jungle Bunny. You know, it's just like these. Well, these are what they're trying. This is, this is like '90s classic '90s racism. I think this is bad. Daff, jeez. You're racism. giving me a half job. You're gonna fucking give me blue balls, Dad. Oh, like you can make him a dick without i guess that's the fun of it though it's fun it's trying so hard oh it's it's i think it's on purpose yeah that's why i think it's funny that it's pissing people off because i think this is very much on purpose yeah which is you know 
can't just What's eat soggy fries that? from the takeout container. You have to crisp them in the oven first. I saw you eat a fry out of the vacuum cleaner last week, so spare me. I've had a long day. You've had a long day? I was accused oh, of a God. murder. That's fucking, uh, so. <laughs> that's fucking that one comedian. Who's that Indian comedian from Canada? Oh, 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 oh. I, I can't think of his name. So tip I my think tongue. that's him. I love you, but I'm a lawyer. So trust me when I say not this. Brand, People only not, think uh, you murdered Brenda because you were voted. I love you, but I'm a lawyer and my kids got uh, taken away. So I have to so this build is, up alimony. So, okay. No. Yeah, we, we, we should. So let's watch the this. reactions. Yeah. It's what. Yeah. Okay. So this is how the, the wing reacted to it. The right of wing. Why do they care? It's Why just, do they it's, care? it's a way for them as, and here's what's funny is they complain that these shows politicize children and it's sexualizing kids. But like, you're the one making politics out of this. You're the yeah, one making yeah. a big deal out of yeah, this. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't know. Well, it's I'm just, just going to spell. There's Velma always been that weird that mixed relationship that the, the right still tries to have its voice in, in, in these things. And it, it feels like it's being drowned it out. So it's just. Do you know what one of the best descriptions of the right in this country? Look that at I've ever even heard? look at this black girl with her wide eyes. When I think of the of the right in this country, who was it? Was it Paul Thomas? Was that the guy who was in the who was in the goof band? Tall guy, I should know him. He's a totally good guy. Back in Chicago, he was a comedian, tall guy, blonde guy. Was in a joke band. Was it Paul oh, yeah. Thomas? Paul Thomas, yeah. He had he said he he thinks of right wing people in this country as like. The dog that's ch- chained up in someone's front yard on the pole, and it's just worn the grass out, you know, and it's just coming super close to like yelling and biting you all the time. Like, ah, 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 and that, that, that sort of dog that's on the chain, that's what he thinks that the, the right is like. And I think there's actually some truth in that, you know, like it's just, I mean, you, uh, it's just, we're not going to give one inch. It's just like, ugh, it's just, ugh. Is this a weird stuff? See, this is what sucks about YouTube is I can't find a clean just Glenn Beck. It's people reacting to Glenn Beck. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, you can't just get Glenn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Velma, I'm going to find it. So it's reaction shots to watching a show. Well, yeah. Well, and this is just red meat for people like Fox News, like right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's four months. Let's see. (laughs) Three months ago. No, no. Well, it's been out for a little bit. God. Here we go. Watch Matt Walsh. Daily Wire gets real, like, agenda-driven about Warner it. Brothers altered the video game Multiverses last week to prevent the Scooby-Doo character. Is Daily Wire like a right-wing from thing? From calling the police. I don't even know what it is. I don't know if she also worked at the... Maybe she was working at a bakery, too. I don't know. For nearly 50 years, the Scooby-Doo franchise has shown the mystery incorporated... Ga- oh, this is a different video. I'm going to have to go to the straight Beck. It's okay. Glenn Beck. Can't believe he still has a voice. I guess Beck was the only one that mentioned it. He, he, I hated him for a while. The, there's just this slew of them. There's just a, They never go away. They never go. It's just another one. You, you, when Hannity finally retires, you know, or go, he, he is so fucking bad. Sean Hannity is so fucking, he's such an asshole. And he so thoroughly gets into being an asshole. He leans so heavily into being an asshole. What a spiteful prick. Here we you go. know, he's truly an unhappy human being. Cause if you're truly driven by that, and I get it, you know, you want to needle someone, but it's just, that's his entire image. His entire facade is based on doing that. Uh, shrouded under some sort of like rational political discourse. It's just incredible. He's such an Talk asshole. Talk to you a little bit about uh, the old. loss of meaning. 
you know, this is what one reason I think we have such high uh, suicidal rates now is because nothing is true. Nothing means anything. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. And the things that remember when you could just think about fucking a straight cartoon character. <laughs> we now you're not allowed. Velma. Yeah. I stroked it to Velma. And now I can. Race. Race doesn't make a difference. Nothing. Nothing. It's the the merit inside of each of us. It is what you do with your life. I love that that's their angle. Race doesn't matter so much. There should be no black people in shows. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's also, it's just like, no, it does. It's, there are certain white people who just how much of a heart can't see it. Why do you think you have such a fucking dick heart on for John Wayne? Because he was a white guy and you were a white kid yeah. and you thought you could yeah. be John Wayne. Yeah. We need little blacks and Asians thinking they can be John Wayne. You know, no, they'll be shooting people. They can't have that. <laughs> no, you know, it's just like to that rocket it's just, about to go off. This whole all I'm thinking is the dampening can we they stop put on with race. This stupid commercial. I've got my box of M and M's. I want to watch. Them oh, because there's a girl M M&M and M, and people are upset about that now. There was like a go go an M M&M and M and go go oh. boots. Yesterday, the M M&M and M brand continues quote to evolve to reflect. Can you? This is, yesterday, the M M&M and M brand. <laughs> I've never heard the M&M brand said in such an exhaustive <laughs> tone before. Yes. Except from an obese guy eating too many M&Ms. Yeah. More dynamic, progressive world that we live in. Now, our lives were destroyed by, you know, the women, you know, the womanly. Women in general. M&M. Uh, and our life has been made much richer when. When what? When, what, what you, I'll, I'll rewind. A. The M&M brand continues, quote, to evolve to reflect a more dynamic, progressive world that we live in. Now, our lives were destroyed by, you know, the women, you know, the womanly uh, green M&M. And our life has been made much richer when she became non-binary. I don't know about you. Yesterday. The M&M Mars company made a statement announcing an indefinite pause on their spokes candies because they realized that even a candy. I love how they say they don't want to sexualize things. But the whole reason you like the green M&M was so you could teach your kid to fuck the green M&M. No, 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 no. no. I I don't know if anyone had that thought. (laughs) There's got to be a girl M&M so you can mash chocolate together. You're not fine or funny, you know, whatever company says they chose her because they want to make things fun again and she's still inclusive really is she what do you got to say first off here's one thought that comes to mind rush limbaugh being dead obviously he appeals to the same type of audience he's he's trying to get some of that audience so he's a fucking opportunist obviously you know so that's part of it he's always but he's had a reputation he's been around for 20 25 years you know but the fact that again it is it's through like companies and advertising that this supposed battle is going on. Isn't that kind of weird that it's yeah. through like com- it, the it's the why? corporatization of things. It's so ingrained in us yeah. that like your corporate, like your brand of what you have, like that's somehow part of the the national yeah. discourse. This is a result of of there not being a, a a real true national identity. 
the country being too big, being difficult to manage. It's like, oh, oh, I got to latch on to this company. That's part of the debate. Oh, what's a woke company and what's not a – no, no. The government well, just makes some decisions also, these, and we live by those rules. Well, these dudes, they feel let down by capitalism. Ugh, You're supposed to be on our team. You're M&Ms. <laughs> You're Mars. You hate gays. Asian and Daphne is half Asian, oh. half white, and they're both bisexual. Obviously, there's more than one lesbian kissing scene. Another scene features teenage boys kissing. And there's plenty of examples of doinks sexualizing it's zoinks. children. Sexualizing so what happens when you let woke bullies take control of what should be considered funny? What, didn't you, don't you feel bullied by what we just watched? Uh, absolutely. It was telling me how to act and behave. <laughs> a cartoon. I can't differentiate as a 53-year-old man with a graduate degree from the University of Chicago, a, a, a television show on my reality, you know? What I am I supposed own... to do with my wife in the bed next to me with this bullshit? Uh, he's, he, he's, he's got, there's this Fantastic religion. audio quality, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would See, agree. they do what they always do. They don't write comedy. Because they don't believe comedy is funny. They believe comedy. You're not supposed to. Here's my take on that. On the, And this got brought up on a video on YouTube. So a lot of the Zoomers are neurodivergent folk. They're really? on the spectrum. And it's like yeah. slightly autistic. They're spectrum-y people. Yeah. And a telltale sign of being neurodivergent is you fail to see social cues. Yes. Like they literally lack a sense of humor yeah like i've heard of people that are on the spectrum that like know they're being bullied they just don't understand why like why do you why are you bothered by this like they don't understand it but they know yeah. it's happening yeah so like they almost aren't hurt by it because they're like yeah i don't get what you what your hang up is like i don't yeah. understand what yeah so like that's why people in this new generation take things literally because their gauge of humor is different. Yeah. Like to them, being funny is joking about like talking about how bad billionaires are. That's yeah. what their jokes are. Yeah. Like their humor is just in a different like uh, subject heading. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, exactly. Like, they're really saying. about not punching down. Yeah. Or not. Pu you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they love the whole punch up thing of like. You only make jokes about people that are like oppressing others. Yeah, well, you know that's always been. The I don't way agree that, with that, but yeah. that's kind of how this young generation thinks, and they're neurodivergent, so they don't even like know yeah. what some versions of human are like. They or yeah. humor are like they literally take things too seriously. Well, it's funny you mention that. My friend who was just in town, his professor, Central Connecticut State University, he's been teaching now for almost twenty-five years, so he got the tail end of Gen X. <clears throat> All millennial and now Gen Z is the dominant generation, of course. You know, he said that he likes Gen Z in that none of them are on their phone when he's in the class. They actually aren't on their phone. You think they would be on their phone? They got it on they're, their watch. They're, they're, but, but they're not, they're not like he had to always tell people to get put, put their, put yeah, their phone yeah. away with millennials. And he said millennials would whine about a lot of young, well, younger kids, like, young kids you know? like school now. Oh yeah, very much so. He says they're much more studious. Like, they actually kind of care about school and stuff. And oh, so, yeah. So from that point of view, he actually likes it. He also says they are exceedingly earnest. Exceed, like, oh, my God, everything yeah. is just, and it's like. You and know, even when uh, you joke, like, even, yeah. like, they're ha like, oh, my God, I love that for you. When it's just like, hey, I'm going to go, we're going hiking tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes, love that, love that for you. Like, yeah. 
holy fuck yeah. <laughs> like they're everyone is so drag queeny about shit yeah yeah <laughs> it's interesting I, I have a good friend whose daughter is a sophomore at william and mary smart kid i'd like to i haven't seen her in not years. one of these dumb you know v- v- very very bright kid very bright young woman and i would like to hear kind of her sensibility you know the laugh you're supposed to clap angrily yes finally they're making well no you're supposed to find the wokeness of the show funny that's what you can't yeah yeah he can't break see. that barrier yeah he can't see that you don't know shit about comedy beck yeah <laughs> good point is playful judgment all right battery died all right uh i'm gonna change the camera God. Glenn then we'll beck go to break yeah. let's not let's let's ease out don't yeah. shoot out of the chair just yet <laughs> yeah hear that america contest all lately. two of you this is literally the subplot of one of the Velma episodes. <clears throat> now, the weird thing is that even the left doesn't like the Velma show. They don't the like left. It. Yeah. They got making out lesbians and the white guys. About, they don't like it. But what if they were? What if fucking uh, Velma was mashing on a fucking big old peenie? Would you love that? <laughs> Four it's epi- the gay shit. Velma is already, yeah, that's a subtext already of his anger. the worst yeah. rated TV show in IMDb history. Well, that's because it's bad. It has nothing to do yeah, with the yeah, gayness yeah, of exactly. it. It's a terrible show. And here's why it's bad. It's because it deals with gays. It's like his argument. No, yeah. it's not a well-constructed show. The, the, the jokes aren't good. It's too forced. A comedy has to be somewhat natural feeling, right? Don't you think so? Absolutely. It has to kind of come from kind of a natural place. Something I've never mastered to let you all know. Uh, anyway. But uh, I'm going to find some commercials from 1996. Here excellent. excellent. Good. That's good. 20, 27 years ago. I was living in L.A. at that. time. This is like the peak of my life here. Yeah. <laughs> you were like nine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smoking cigs. So, so the Panthers didn't mess around, man. They, they got Frank Reich and they just made their decision. You know. That, what happened to the Colts this year? They kind of fell apart. You Fucking know? Well, Matty Ryan. I think Matty Ryan is old. I don't yeah, think I don't think people expected how washed he was. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty glaring. You know, it was like, why? Because they kind of did it with Phillip Rivers. They were able to kind of, you know, milk milk it up. Because Phillip Rivers was still kind of okay for the Colts, you know? But then he had to retire, man. It was over. Oh, there we go. That that that, that was a September 11th of my generation, you know? Fuck. What? The, the Challenger shuttle? Absolutely. Uh, that Did that you get was to go home from school. Uh, no, uh, I was still in. A, I was. Oh a yeah, jun- you were like. I was a older. junior. Yeah, I was a junior in a high school. Tal Tisher had the TV on. The special Challenger exploded. I was like, oh really? Wow. And then there was a guy in my class, Ron Ames. Do you know what he said? What did Ron say? What was it? Ron said there was a woman. I think her name was Judy Resnick. It's Judy Resnick on on, on 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 the Challenger explosion. I think it was Resnick was her last name. Ron Ames said, I'm glad that Jew died. Direct quote. Direct quote. Holy shit. Direct quote. You know, I was, I was a junior in high school, and that was disturbing to me because my stuff. Of Jewish. the 12 jurors deciding right, we'll the case, he decided on her. I know who you are when you wake up. She knows he's watching. She knows he's waiting. All you have to do is say not guilty. Now. Who will protect you? Justice is in the hands of the juror. Stay out of our lives. Demi Moore, Alec Baldwin, from the chilling bestseller, The Juror, rated R, at theaters February 2nd. It's a fabulous neighborhood. Down the street is the school, and around the block is H&R Block. Sold. 
Changes in your life mean changes in your taxes. So come to H&R Block, because it's your money. Feeling like virtual reality bites? Have a Butterfinger Blast! One crispy... Ah! Crispity! Crunchity bite will shatter your senses! Crunchity! Have a Butterfinger Blast from Nestle. It just won the Golden Globe Award for Best Television Drama. What are you looking at? And this Wednesday, Party of Five welcomes one of TV's most distinguished actors to the family. You're my mom's dad, aren't you? You're my grandfather. Carol O'Connor guest stars on a brand new Party of Five, Wednesday after 90210. Thursday, these cops have 24 hours to catch an arsonist. We're gonna find who did this. Before he turns the city. We're dealing with someone who knows how to make a fire look accidental. Into a living hell. New York Undercover, a brand new episode, Thursday at 9, 8 Central. From the files of America's Most Wanted comes a Fox original movie. Antonio Sabato Jr., John Walsh. If looks could kill, Tuesday, February 6th. than ever wild time three you make everything the new instant game from the michigan lottery wild time i think i love you now more wild time winners than ever win up to twenty-five thousand instantly wild time. play this instant i got a plan for tonight and the plan is to have no plan at all maybe i'll send my left brain on vacation for a while Maybe I'll let my soul be the boss. Maybe I'll stay out a little late. Maybe I'll stay out a lot late. Maybe I'll go to a party uninvited and dance with every woman in the place without touching the floor once. Maybe I'll go to a city that never sleeps. And maybe I'll put it to bed. What are you gonna do? Bolson Ice, step outside. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of The X-Files. Starlight, star bright, the first star I see tonight, I wish I may, I wish I might, make my wish come true tonight. father that takes pleasure in doing anything I can for the kids and they know it too <laughs> and they take advantage of it I never been rich and never really wanted to be I just feel you know you should live comfortably but you don't need to be a fool about it you gotta have a goal and an aim in life in order to get anywhere and I try to um impart that to my children and grandchildren too. Set some goals, some aims, and set them as high as possible. Just prepare yourself well, not halfway. AT&T introduces a tool that will change the way your business runs. 
helps you cut through the latest news, sort financial data, and access internet sites. It organizes the information you need and puts it all right at your fingertips. The AT&T Business Network, the new online service for business. AT&T, for the life of your business. Are you afraid of gargoyles? Whatever keeps killing those young men wasn't a person. Now you know why. Ah! A brand new X-Files next Friday. Now you can make contact. Just access the X-Files official website and learn more about the secrets of the X-Files. Tonight at 10, breaking news, the most accurate weather forecasts, sports with an attitude. Fox 2 Eyewitness News at 10, your number one news at 10 o'clock. Coming back here in a minute. Tonight on Fox 2 at 10, with just a touch of a button, you can add more space, even in an unexpected place. See the latest gizmos and gadgets that make traveling a treat. Before you hit the road, watch Fox 2 News at 10. Michigan, my home state. Michigan, Michigan yeah. So it's Detroit, I, I think. You, I can't help myself. I love you and nobody else. Michigan is top for winter excitement. Call 1 800. See, they would actually get the fucking four tops in this yeah. day and age. Yeah. They would dig up the four tops yeah, to do this commercial. Good for them. They hopefully they made some good money. Was that know? a vagina flower? <laughs> this is Georgia O'Keefe. Oh the yeah, this is like this represents. They want you to like, fuck frigid air. Well, and it's, and it's just like high end capitalism, money, companies, <laughs> corporation. Colin Coward. Again, the fact that the debate has to be discussed in the context of a company, you know, or, or like a. Uh, a television show. I, I just, I don't know. And maybe I'm being naive. It's always been that way. It's just stars on ice. Here we go. Like I said. Yeah, Detroit, Auburn Hills. Love figure skating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually, I got to show you this. That fucking, oh, my God. Blades of Glory is pretty good. Was was Blades of Glory kind of funny? You think with uh, Will Ferrell? Oh yeah, you know <laughs> the whole figure skating subculture. What a bizarre culture, taken very serious. I mean, they're athletic. I mean, I'm not going to deny that, you know. But just oh yeah, that, that was that Viking game. No, no, no. The Vikings didn't make the playoffs. No, game. I found they didn't make the playoffs. There was God damn it! I want to find it. Uh. I'm going to put this on and then I'm going to try and find it on my phone. I found a news thing from Green Bay in 1996. Oh. And I want to show it to you. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, oh, yeah, there. Here, the we'll Packers are playing pretty well. What's really helpful about this manual is that it gives you sample letters. Sample letters you can use to write to the. See, this is when you know the 90s was safe. You're doing sh about manuals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, though, a lot of this 90s L.A. shit is fucking, we got it here. Uh, uh, James Bailey's in the chat. Well, yeah. hello, but, but, but what, what about the 90s? What about the uh, in L.A.? It, it was, I actually, that was a false statement because a lot of the, it's so murderous. Oh, yeah. In the 90s. Oh, like, absolutely. People talk about L.A. dangerous now. 
Yeah. In the 90s, it was dangerous. That, that, that's the biggest improvement I've seen here is the murder rate's lower. Not, I would not describe it as safe because it's not. But, uh, but that level of where people were really getting killed, the, the drive-by shooting was a big thing in the mid-90s. I, I think L.A., like in 96 or 95, had like 1,300 murders. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. I'm gonna fucking killed. throw caution to the wind and put Green Bay. <laughs> it's probably gonna find a Packer game. Yeah, but yeah, well, I the- gotta find that because these fucking accents were just so great. Oh, uh, of course they were. Yeah, you know, I think it would be a, a nice gesture if the Packers were to honor the Badgers at the halftime of a Packer game. You know, just five or ten of the players and the coaches. You know, that'd be a good thing. It'd be a nice gesture. I'll put news. <laughs> That's what I heard a guy say. <laughs> When, when, when the Badgers went to the uh, to the Rose Bowl in '93, some guy called into some station in Milwaukee. I here think it'd it be a nice gesture. Fuck yeah! Oh, here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is gonna be. Like, I'm gonna have. Power freaking... and gas might be restored by Monday. Power and, and gas. Oh, they, they probably had. This a is big... July 1996. Uh, they they had a must have had a big tornado. Sturgeon Bay, Door County. <laughs> Oh, yeah. look at that there. Now it looked from the ground last night. Well, the movie Twister was fresh in people's heads. And this is how it looked from the air this morning. They've, I've, Everybody, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Ashley Webster. I sound like John Kennedy. Claiming three lives in Appleton. Tornadoes ripping apart lives in several communities. We'll have details. Said today was the 37th anniversary of the Bears winning it all. Devastation 37 years ago? Yeah. It's 37? I knew it was a long time ago. Crow bet on the Patriots. Yeah, I lost 10 bucks. It was seemingly the hottest. I hated the Here Bears. we go. Here's the accent. That's right, Ashley. As one resident told me, don't worry, Oakfield is a tough town. Well, that may be, but they've really taken it on the chin this time. Literally hundreds of residents out of their homes, out of work, homes. and all because of a storm. Oh, yeah. Fond the lack. Well, that, that's the final that act. That came name. to town, blew out the windows in Chris Ewart's truck, but that was a love pat compared to other records. Love pat. See, the funnel call was coming right at us, and I just ran in there and I told him, I said, let's ran get, in there. get in the basement, get in the basement. Get in the basement. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to do. Officials say power and gas might be restored by Monday, and that's a big. We didn't have a basement. I threw them under the sink. Family dwellings have uh, have been uh, totally demolished. Uh, Fifty-five uh, single-family dwellings have major damage. Uh, Sixty-nine. We see my glasses almost were blown in from the wind because they're I'm windows. just an administrator. I'm actually a globalist. <laughs> you can see me. I'm one of the thirteen my globalists. My Fableman. Uh, I, I, I'm damaged. in Green Bay. I'm one of the thirteen. In town, Friday <laughs> thirteen globalists. Out in seconds, along with nearly three hundred. This was probably exciting for the town. Oh, absolutely. Got to do hell and hunt. What is Bill Paxton going to come down the street? Tommy. The fifteen thousand acres of corn that the fuck governor Tommy Thompson the was still the governor. Weeks, he was right? a king. He's the one who created like the right wing. Isn't uh, it? Uh, uh, the w- welfare to work. He created that. <laughs> And school choice vouchers. He he very much his his governorship was when uh, uh, Wisconsin was used as a right wing incubator incubator, which it still is to this day. Obviously with Scott Walker breaking the union, right wing ideas 
bubble up uh, in Wisconsin. This one was literally sliced Because it's very the white there, too. Oh, yeah. So it, it can Oh, play. yeah. It I mean, play. listen to me already. Yeah. Just listening to Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, there's enough people of color that they can, they can you know, uh, put their th- uh, foot on them, you know, because they're, they're not cool. The There's some mean spirited people up there. The path. You know, the, 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 don't let that nice there guy facade. Yeah, like, don't let oh, this. Yeah. Don't let this tornado make you feel guilty. For you know, people. Yeah, the, the, there's some, some mean spirited people. I, I would argue. You just it's pick true. up and go on. And you just, just ignorant. pick up and go on. That's Listen you. to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I found the address book. I don't know how that got upstairs. The Oakfield Middle School was. That's just a dirty house. (laughs) There are many unanswered questions in this village of 1,000. This will be a drop. One thing's for sure: some tough days lie ahead. You just pick up and go on. You know, like I say, thank the Lord nobody got hurt. Seriously. Yeah, you, you get These some people are morons. Yeah, you get Robin some Young <laughs> getting sexually harassed right now. Some of those tornadoes up feel- there are rough. You can get some bad oh, tornadoes. Oh, dude, there were threats. Like I said, I think I've talked about this. The mid '90s was very tornadoy in the yeah. sh- in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. We're just doing that for fun now. <laughs> as it is in Oakfield. But to the people of Marytown, it's just as bad. That's what I would do, man. Back, like when I was in college. Cut trees down for money. A buddy money. of mine and I, when, when a storm would come through town, we, we'd saw up trees. We'd get chainsaws out and saw up trees and charge like 20 bucks. You just saw a tree just up. After oh, seven, 20 bucks. Leveling yeah. several homes, a couple farms, and hundreds of trees. Bill Paxton showed up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Son. His home. Good Jufro. Several good Jufros in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Unintended. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy. You know, I'm uh, dancing over it. Look at this. Look at this dude. (laughs) Woman, huh? I believe she was caught with flying Uh, glass or something. uh, Caught with flying glass or something. Safe to say, type 2 diabetes. Safe to say. <laughs> of less than 300. But today, this is a German fro. <laughs> well, I did this. When there's a big storm, a buddy of mine would go, go around Orange Madison. Vest and everything? Not, not with the vest. We, would just, we were independent. We would just go out and show them up, up, up. It was great. It was fun. I got, we got paid like 20 bucks a yard. We'd make a couple hundred bucks doing it, you know? That's not She's bad. just got her jars. It's just her and her jars. So it's, it's, it's healthier. She's 32 years old. She's... She, she's 32 years old. What? Excuse oh, me? Oh, it's facing the, can you, will he, I don't think you'll be, you'll be seen. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're in a blind spot. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it just, uh, um, <clears throat> Larry is wow. shitting. Wow. No, she's, yeah. she's just going number one. <laughs> I saw the funnel cloud. And there was two other ones coming out, and it played around. It would come. Played around. And it would go back up. Marcy Bruning. It, it played, played around, around like my kids in the yard. Window, and he said, "Just touch the door frame here." And Do it was you like, know oh, touch the door like, frame here. Like this, this is triggering for me. This is actually triggering <laughs> That's to, why watch I want you to watch it. Because you know, it was like coming into Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It was. Probably a from little, DC. I, I mean, and being you thought these people, people were mentally retarded. It was just like it was jarring. It was a jarring. I experience. think simple is what you could say. Well, yeah, yeah, and and I got like I sort of got you, but the kids. I mean, you know, not they bullies. Were they mean? Uh, there were some bullies in there, very much so. See, I feel like in the cities, people are mean because they get cigarettes put out on them when they're yeah, at home yeah. and stuff. But out here, it's just because, like, my dad owns the timber company. <laughs> you know, and also, I don't know how to behave because I haven't been exposed to many human beings. So, oh, you did. The, oh, you acted a little different. Can I tell you my two biggest bullying stories? Hell you guys yeah. Before. 
Here, here's one. Here's the most disturbing. I'm going to go with the, the most disturbing one. The funny one was, I, I'll never forget this. I was walking down to Water Street, which was the big college area. That's where the hip street in Eau Claire, Wisconsin used to go to. I, I was probably 14 years old. Going to go to a video game right. place, you know. So I can see four guys across the other side of the street, kind of you know, down a ways. And I'm like, oh, shit. Those four guys, I knew who it was. It was Sean Lewis, Tony Bergevin, Sean. Lee Jevons, who was an indigenous person. <laughs> And, uh, and a fourth guy, Lee Jevons. Lee Jevons. He was, there's no way he's alive now. He's my age. There's no way he's alive. He was a raging alcoholic at like 15. Raging alcoholic. He was. And so those four guys, and I saw him and I thought I was going to outwit him. So I actually, I went off my side of the road and into this parking lot thinking they didn't see me. I thought I, I thought I saw them before they saw me. And I kept my head down. I was walking in the park. Huh? All of a sudden, I hear like all these steps. <laughs> and I look up, and all four of them are just right there, like literally within eight feet of Holy me. Fuck. And I had nowhere to fucking go, dude. So that they grabbed the hold of me. They, they put the vice grip on my hand. Sean Lewis grabbed with both of his hands and crushed my hand. Like, so I went down on my knee. Like, oh, like Zod? Yeah, yeah. Like that, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like celery. The gaffer was making celery noises as he was cracking my knuckles. And, they, and then there's three hyena buddies. <laughs> like that weird pitch that weird like adolescent boys yeah. get when four adolescent boys are doing bad How things. How long into being in Eau Claire is this? Uh, maybe a little over a year. You see, I grew up in, I, I live in the wealthy area of the city. Yeah. Really, that was actually part of the reason why these kids didn't like me so I actually i appear to have come from some money i think that's part of the reason why but I, the, and these four guys you they were each, tall too they each grabbed onto one of my legs and pulled in the opposite direction they, t- they, 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 they tried to, to draw and quarter, draw and quarter me like at the end of fucking braveheart you know like you know, fucking you know like a mel gibson each and like, like laughing you know whatever that so that was physically the worst they, then they just bored of it and they let me go. So, so that, you were in Chicago in '96. No, no, I was in LA. I was in in LA. LA, I was in LA. Were you thinking about Wisconsin at all? No, no. Happy to be gone. Uh, no, I liked Wisconsin. Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Do you know where this is? Oh, absolutely, Fondy. Fondy. I, 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 I did a, uh, I, I did a deal there when I was at Wida. Fondy. Fondy. It's like call it Fondy. <laughs> It's on Lake Winnebago. It's south of Oshkosh and Appleton. Is it like a vacation area? No, man. It's actually kind of a rough little town. It's, it, a lot of those Wisconsin cities of like pretty red. Like you know fi- what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that part of the state is extremely conservative. That no, whole I meant Appleton, Native American. Well, well, there are a lot of indigenous folks. Yeah, Lee Jevons was one of them. You know, so, <laughs> Lee Jevons. I mean, he was a rough character. I, I remember to hear, I remember him like threatening my life, like I'm gonna kill you, like literally <laughs> well, threatening yeah, to kill took me. His fucking land. Well, you know, but but here, here's another thing that happened, okay? But here's the here's the worst one. This is actually I don't know. We'll see if this is funny or not. Okay, this is December. Parties. This is Friday, December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five. Friday, December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five. Played poker with friends of mine. It was in my transition of friends phase, going from the square friends to the more hip friends. I met him for this poker game. Started hanging out with them. Uh, we go to Rocky Rococo's afterwards to get pizza. That's what you do. You're 16 years old. You know, you do square things like that. It seems, hey, you know, 10.30. It's been was snowing. Was that a chain or like a specific- Oh, Rocky Rococo's was a chain. Absolutely. Upper Midwest chain. Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Rocky Rococo's. So, yeah, you might go there on a simple date one time, you know, when you're first dating someone in high school, you know. So, anyway, I go there, I eat, you know, afterwards... It, it had been snowing for several hours. 
there was a good like four to five inches of snow. It was a good solid snow. Not a huge snow, but like a solid substance snow. Yeah. Not a dusting. So for whatever reason, we're hanging out in the parking lot afterwards, and we have been kind of laughing, joking around. Joel Bredigan, he was in my square friends at one time. This in front of Scott Kruger, who was starting quarterback on the football team. Was Lee Jevons in the square? Lee Jevons wasn't in this one. These people were actually more close. Those guys were like these weird, like guys who hit puberty eight years early, you know? So, they were like shaving when they were 13 years old. But Lee Jevons isn't a square. No, no, Lee Jevons. <laughs> Lee Jevons and Pat Sleestack got into a fight in high school. You know how the fight ended? Pat Sleestack rolled them up in barbed wire and rolled them down a hill. That's how that fight ended. Multiple puncture, like, like forty the puncture of wounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's some sort of weird wrestling. Exactly. So anyway, so here's what happened. So it's snowing, right? Snowing. Joel Bredigan. You know, I'm hanging with a group, group of probably eight people, yeah. six to eight people. Joel Bredigan takes my legs out. I fall on my back on the snow. Don't get hurt. Everyone gets around me in a circle and starts chanting "Jew, Jew." Jew. Holy fuck. Jew clapping and it's saying It's a good Jew. old Fondy time. As exactly. Appleton, uh, that's a scene in the Fablelands. It's a scene in the Fablelands. Yeah. His reports early this morning that all changed when the home of two men burned, taking their lives and the life of a friend. Uh, this they was were the scene shortly smoking before crack. 7 this morning as fire crews Appleton. finished putting out a blaze they fought for more than four hours. But before a crew's arrived... It took them four hours to put out a little house like that? <laughs> well, there's three firefighters, yeah, yeah, so we, exactly. had to swing we had to swing around to the back yeah. and then go back to the front. And by the time we got to the front, the back was fully ablaze again, so yeah. we had to return to the back of the premises. Ooh, look at this. Look at this look yelling and screaming up at the windows because there was an air conditioner. And Doris was Bauer. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. She's rough around She's the edges. She's seen a lot. A lot of rough yeah. road, Doris. Uh, I don't think you see... You know what she's seeing Doris now? Doris has been all... I'll tell you, the inside of a casket. That's what she's seeing. Doris has been all over Wisconsin. Exactly. Trying to save the lives of 24-year-old Matthew Martin. Well, they were young. 22-year-old Tanya Beck and 23-year-old Lon Ostero. Holy two shit, they were young. Two people going by on bikes, two young men Ooh. came and we started yelling and screaming up at the windows because there was an air conditioner and we thought maybe they didn't even know. And but You know, I'm trying to win. There's this Benicio Del Toro competition <laughs> I'm trying to win. And I was doing out my eyes like Benicio and all of a sudden I hear a shout. Inside. Fire officials say it appears the victims were trying to get out of the house. They were all found dead on the floor. We just doxed this oh, person. Oh, man, that, that's rough. They were trying to get out, and they were all found oh. on the floor. Like, they were actually running to the door, but they probably, the smoke inhalation got them. But you know? they were there, and they were just such very wonderful young men. You know, the kind of people that you... So my dad used to know a guy named Glenn Butimer, <laughs> and we, we called him Face. Yeah. He looked like her. Oh, wow. <laughs> she looks like face. And late this afternoon, Appleton... It's really nice people. They were start, They were lighting their first cross, you know, which... <laughs> they didn't know when they were in the... I mean, it is, I'm telling you, that Appleton, Oshkosh, Green Bay, Fond du Lac, Manitowoc is the other Ooh. side of it. Bad checks. Yeah. The thing of the 90s. My mom was so worried about bouncing a check. Oh, absolutely. Have their hands full. Writing a check may be the easiest way to pay at the counter. Wow, Matt, that is such a thing of the times. Oh, yeah. Retailers yeah. And police. Look at that guy. It's a Johnny Crew cut in the fucking stash. <laughs> Look at this dude. He looks like fucking Max Headroom. Jerome Martin. Sergeant Headroom. Uh, skyrocketing this year. In fact, it's, it's growing so rapidly that it's growing beyond our 
ability to effectively yeah. and adequately. I, I don't think uh, it takes much to go beyond your ability. I got a feeling. <laughs> I think it takes a, I think a, a shell game. Like, hey, look at this. Keep an this eye on it. At there some point, it's beyond our ability because I'd have to go to another room to continue this case. Uh, th- this is probably, you think it's some drug addicts maybe? I'm telling you what, the, the opioid thing hadn't taken over yet. It hadn't taken Still over. Still diabetes at this point. Yeah. That's the only needle Look at going that on. blouse. <laughs> she looks like a lamp. It, she looks here. like the, the side of the Partridge family bus. <laughs> 1974. We always ask for a driver's license. We like to make sure that their driver's license number. Look at that wallet. Their phone number is on the check. It's fresh old school 20s in look there. At, look at, for some other kind of ID that has their name on it so we can compare what's on uh, the check. Gander Mountain. Gander Mountain. Oh, that, that, that's a big outfitter. <laughs> they go by lures for fishing. and It's actually a pretty good Police store. I like Gander Mountain. They're you dicks. Can, you can get good out, outdoor supplies. They probably, dicks probably destroyed Gander Mountain. <laughs> policies in place i have good i have good uh, sleep i have a two-person tech i've got a good sleeping bag i've got a chair so a quick i've got enough to sleep, sleep pad could stop a crime. Like, I, I can sleep Freeman, you know? NBC 26 News. look at that fucking my grandma had a nice perm like that well, george cordis will be up next with the weather forecast and still ahead our live report from atlanta and how northeast wisconsin has played its part in passing on the olympic torch oh yeah i actually knew a guy from wisconsin who won a silver medal in rowing in this Olympics. Nice. You want a silver medal? That's pretty badass. Here, I'm going to do, we'll do a little bit of, uh, while they go to commercial, we'll do a little bit of, uh, yeah. What happened in TV today? Yeah, there we go. Best of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. The opening yeah. ceremonies? They cut the commercial. Yes, we yeah. certainly are, Ashley, and so is everybody else. We've been here a week, Ashley. and I tell you what, the atmosphere here. Fuck you, Ashley. As the start of the Centennial Olympic Games is just a, a little less than an hour away, and of course, there's no. His voice isn't bad. We bad. don't, none of us know the name of Jerry Judy just yet. Does that signify the start? <laughs> Now, keep in mind tonight, worldwide, three and a half billion people will watch the opening ceremonies. There hasn't been the bomb yet on this. This There wasn't the bomb yet. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The city is not bankrupt yet. It's still there. They still have (laughs) hope that this is going to actually have some financial benefit for them. The Braves will move out of this stadium immediately. Yeah, they built the baseball stadium for the Olympics. The Braves moved into it. Well, you can even see it in hindsight. They had to, like, fix it up a little bit ceremony Uh, because it was like it was just for olympics like it wasn't it was like for shot put and shit like that shit the torch in barcelona in 1992 that's pretty badass there you are crow uh he must have practiced that a thousand times right so how long were you in la at this point july 1996 uh almost a full year almost a full year i was going up a lot of open mics you pumping uh, Girls, I, I, I was there was a woman I'd fooled around with at that time. You kiss a, a Crow woman. likes making out. I, I, I really do actually. <laughs> I, I, I like giving deep, long, passionate kisses to a woman. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> you had to throw the caveat to a woman, <laughs> an adult woman, a high school student you know? was chosen to be a torchbearer after being nominated as a community hero. For his dedicated work as a Red Cross, he rakes leaves every day. Is this some things that they might need to get done, whether it's putting together. I tell you packets, what, I tell you what, um, there's some good phone, people out there too. The computer, as much as there's some assholes, um, there are some school, genuinely good aid, souls out there too. The problem is this guy; he got to carry the torch because the, of they are. Look at that computer. I also carry a torch for Diane Stinson. Putting in Dawn Crawl for different projects, and they might come in for. Look at that. That Those bangs, just it just says 1996. Dawn Crawl is a girl who just goes home and cooks dinner. 
yeah. immediately yeah, absolutely. puts a pot roast in. Yep. I do. I love Thank cooking. We got yams soaking in water. <laughs> Going to put those in and boil them. Going through your mind. Wow, I did that. I, that's why it's there because I helped pass it. That's my favorite part is watching the flame. I just hope I don't set nothing on fire as I run by. Live again tonight after the opening ceremonies, a little bit after You know something? Nobody's like, I've got a severe crack habit. He's just... Well, I just took my first Vicodin and I fell in love. Yeah. But you know, now, like, seriously, I mean, Wisconsin was a big drinking state. I mean, alcohol was a drug of choice there and still is probably. But but there's much more of an opioid thing there. Look at those suits. Oh, slick and silky? Absolutely not. The silk suit was a thing. Some smooth sailing, at least uh, through the first half of tomorrow. And we have a beautiful weather shot for you to see. nervous tomorrow. Sky cam on top of the gilt edge building in Appleton. Well, yeah, let's let's go to um, what else we got, man. We can can go more to this time. We can watch the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. Pop that on if you got the time. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, we got the time. We got the money, honey. You got the time? No, I um, yeah. So how about those bullying stories? You know, I also got I got bullied pretty hard when I was thirteen there for a little while. You know, I used to say I didn't defend myself, but that's not true. There was a time I punched a guy. I punched a dude. I remember I was leaving the bus and he was giving me shit on the bus. And as I was walking out of the bus, he was in the front seat and I jacked him right in the chest. Just boom. I caught him pretty good too. You know, he never fucked with me again. Oh, here we go. He never fucked with me again. You know, restart this fucker. Turn around like that. Get your hands back to the ball. Paul, the turn. I have completely. N- Paul McGuire was such a poor man's John Madden. He was so trying desperately. Oh to yeah. Be a John- well, this. So this. I'm gonna have to give you backstory on an episode I did. So yeah. we watched an episode of the Tonight Show. Yeah. From the last time I did TV history. Yeah. And Jane Leno thought, you know, NBC's got the Super Bowl. Jay Leno did a live from the Super Bowl. Oh, I'd really yeah. like to get my hands on that live broadcast. You know, Troy Aikman's here. Apparently, he gets concussions. <laughs> Everybody, you know, concussions. He was one of the first. He and Steve Young were the first guys to really kind of talk about it. I mean, I remember when Aikman retired, I was like, well, shit, he's still got time left. He was actually smart to leave when he left. He played for 12 years. He had a long career. Spins to Williams at the end. Michael Irvin heavily on drugs at this point. Oh right? yeah, oh yeah. Uh, this team partied. You see the, the volatility in his like reactions. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole like he's got my favorite face mask of all time. Troy Aikman, does? favorite face mask of all time, right there. Really? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You like the like, like the three bars, the Jim like that? McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, well, they they had. You know, the story is when this, when the height, this is when they were at the height of their greatness, obviously. Oh, yeah. Barry Switzer inherited the Johnson. Exactly. I mean, they actually should have won four or five in a row. They really should have. But it was Kevin, the deceased Kevin Green. Oh, there's probably several young men that are not with us right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Junior Seau lost in the title game. God. Well, this. The first Chechen war was going on at this time. Yeah, I believe that. So, yeah, with this, my point is. They, I guess, had a house that I think that they had bought near the practice facility for the Cowboys. They bought a house. I think a lot of the players chipped in. Like, oh, chipping. And they bought this house that they basically just partied in. And, like, women were brought over there, and they just partied and got did a lot of drugs. Oh, look at this. And just Carnell Lake, he was good. Carnell Lake C- was good. The laugh of CTE. He's yeah. got, that's my second favorite face mask right there. 
It's really? the three bar with the little one. That's what Marino had his rookie yeah. year. Interesting. Yep. Watch. He gets blinded by the sun, and he still made the catch. Yep. Back into the setting sun. Well, you gotta have fucking sunglasses on, right? Look, the fuck, the, the, they didn't have the visors. There were visors back didn't then. Didn't fucking uh, Cunningham wear a visor? Uh, Jim McMahon did. Hell yeah, he did. Um, a lot of D linemen sort of wearing him. Got a Mark Mullaney for the, the big Vikings. fucking head pad in the back with yeah, the visor. Yeah, Look like yeah. Brian Cox out there. Yeah. You, you, I like Brian Cox. I think he's a pretty fucking player. went to the Bears the next year in 96. Look at that. Look at this big run. That's all, that, that's their offensive Gashed line. Him. Just that's yeah. a big precursor for the game, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Did you? Was there any threat of Pittsburgh pulling this out? Yeah, no. I, I actually the Cowboys didn't play that well. They should have beaten them by you know twenty one points. Yeah, didn't it come down to like an interception that sealed it? Like they yeah, almost they yeah. were they only won by like twelve points. They or won twenty seven like to seventeen. So it was a relatively close game, but because I mean the, the Cowboys had dominated against the Bills. You know, but then they lost the Niners in '94. Also, of the pull, I didn't really get into this yet. But the leading into the playoffs of this, this was like I, they were really getting into the like this is Marino's last chance oh, type of this? thing. Oh, oh this, yeah, the, like the leading into the playoffs because the Bills beat the Dolphins pretty badly. Wow, in the divisional round, and they they signal that Shula's gone. They've already interviewed Jimmy Johnson. Yep. Has yep. said he wants the job. Yeah, and, and basically Marino was uh, Marino was getting old. He was, he was, he was, I mean, he he still played three more, four more years. He played from '95 to '99. Was OJ McDuffie on the team yet? <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Uh, Look at those offensive linemen. Yeah. Look at those pads. Yeah. Larry Allen was fall asleep. Larry Allen was a very, I guess his, like his bench press was borderline Olympic strength. I think he could bench press like close to 700 pounds. Larry Allen could. Lake had confidence. They had Rod Woodson, you know. So just to get brush you over of what's going on in the TV league crow real quick, Yellowstone this week scored 219 points along okay. with 167 for Night Court. We didn't get to Night Court this week. Okay. That's something for next time. Sure. Uh, White Lotus 116 in the NFL, That's 162 popular. points. Yeah, it's really popping off. So is the NFL in fourth place then, or third place? Uh, let us let us go. Let me switch Interesting. that screen I, there. We watched it. You know, uh, is uh, is Sean White gonna have people over? You think for the championship game? Oh yeah, he's having he's having people over for he. I'm gonna have for all the games. Yeah, my big ass TV. I'm not gonna watch the. Uh, I won't watch the Super Bowl this year. Really? Because you uh, just because what? Putting your fist in the air? Yeah, I don't know. The wokeness. It's so woke. I don't know. I or I'll just go over to Jay's that bar with Jasmine and just watch it there. I the I, National I, Fascism League because it's so woke. <laughs> Yeah, the NFL, it's woke. Yeah, what, what, what? Chris Bonio, wow, look at, look at this. He only missed one field goal. He made it's it. High enough. It's long enough. It is good. Well, I should good be calling too. the World Cup. Arizona, Sun Devil Stadium. Dick Ember. Dick Ember rules. And, and it was Ember, McGuire, and who else? So, who was the third guy? <clears throat> Oh, I don't know. I think there's yeah, only it's, two. It's, no, I think it's but, uh, Paul McGuire. It appeared that they're going to get more than three the way they started. Well, you know, and it's a big. It's got to be a great big. You game. know, I'm going to be relegated to Sunday Night Football on ESPN in a few years. Because McGuire was he was their personality. He was an old Here, AFL guy. Let me guy. Google this. Let me Google what happened here. Let's Google the team. Yeah. Some of the best seats for today's Super Bowl. What is it? Super Bowl Thirty? Yeah, this is in Tempe. 
This is where the Arizona State Sun Devils, they had this big hill next to the football stadium that Frank Cush used to make guys run up. Used to make players like run Walter up and down. Payton's Hill. Yeah, when they were fucking up and like in the Arizona Sun in August. What a fucking that was red cash in the referee. Joe Montana did the coin toss. So it was Dick Emberg, Phil Sims, oh, Sims and Paul McGuire, and, Paul McGuire yeah. and then Jim Gray and Will McDonough were on the sideline. Yeah, because usually they have a bigger they have a bigger crew for that. You know, it was one point eight five million dollars for a thirty second commercial. I guess it's now like uh, it might be four million bucks now. Oh, it's probably way higher. Yeah. Neil O'Donnell was like such a backup in my mind oh. by the time I got to him. He was, oh, he, he was, a, he was a backup here too, and he cashed in. He signed with the Jets, a five-year, twenty-five million dollar contract, and get five million bucks a year. I remember thinking that was just this, this ah, gargantuan amount of money. Is that Bam Morris? Or is it Rocky Blyer? <laughs> you know where he went to high school? Who, Rocky Blyer? No, no, no. Uh, Russell, Maryland? No. I went to Whitney Young. No shit? Yep. And Rocky Blyer went to show? Appleton Xavier into a Catholic school. So, uh, Yellowstone is in first place. It's yeah. to kind of taking a commandingly 2,370 points. People love that. It's a good show. And, it's, and it's, it's about it's, their land. Well, people on the left like it, but then also it's got that right-wing anti-government. And then it also gets snubbed a lot because it's kind of right-leaning, so it never wins awards. Huh. So it's got that buzz to it. Um, House of the Dragon, second place, 2,033 points. Rick and Morty, fallen. Fallen in favor and fallen in thing. That fucking creator say, just fucking yeah. got popped. Rick and Morty just fucking. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I went know that, down. uh, I haven't. Rick and Morty, sexual and assault. I haven't texted Ryan no, it's about domestic that. and abuse. Ron Stark was still around. Look Former Colts punter. Sanders Look at Dion. Dion, who can barely walk now. Crime was ready to go, dude. Who can barely walk yeah, now. Yeah, he's got that cane. He had a staff infection. He, seeing him hobble around, seriously, was was upsetting to me. It was a bit upsetting to me when I saw him. Because I guess he had a staff infection in his leg where it was like a much more serious. He had these giant gashes. He had these giant like gashes taken out of his legs. He probably has. And he's probably got the sugar foot. I mean, it was just like, oh, man. Or the football foot. You know, yeah. It's just, it was weird because he was, I mean, dude. He was a great athlete. Bailey he was says, not a go good Eagles. I think the Eagles, the, the 49ers, 49ers are strong. They, they can't score a fucking touchdown. It's got to be a total defensive battle. So rounding out the 1,000-point scores is Game of Thrones in fifth place, sixth place. Our, our Grey's Anatomy catching a little more steam. Man, still doing well. NFL, 1,346 points. And well, it's got until the Super, because the Super Bowl's in primetime. That's its season finale. Uh, and then the Simpsons, Family Guy, Young Sheldon, Quat Lotus, 922 points. Run it, running out the Quat Lotus. There's well, it. I don't really have them numbered yet. Look but at the so Bears' offensive line, four three oh six. Story of the beef and the the beef. five for Dallas, and you've already seen how yeah. the impact their old line was great. Defenders. They had a great offensive line. When you don't having a good line is just it makes oh that's the one thing I think that's carried over generations. It the size of the line has changed, but the importance has never faltered. If you don't have a good offensive really line, are. you're fucked. Look at this. 
these graphics? You know what I like, Dick? As I watch this, look at how it's like a gentleman. They're trying to be very Ren and Stimpy and fucking like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Larry Allen. Pretty close at 3.30 and Eric Williams. I hate that chewing sound. Oh, it's terrible. That's worse than actually eating on air. If Eric Williams hadn't blown his knee in a car accident, maybe the greatest left tackle in the history of football. Really? How long yeah. did he play? Uh, he played for about eight years. He was he was one of the players that they got for the, for the Vikings. They got him in the late rounds. So he played at a small college. He might have played at like Mount Union. Can you find out where Larry, where, uh, is it Larry Williams? Is that his name? Eric Williams. Where Eric Williams went to college. I think it was like maybe a small school in Ohio. That he played at, and he was great left tackle, but he got into a car accident, mangled his knee, played a couple more years, but wasn't nearly as good. You know, wasn't nearly as effective. His collegiate career was from 87 through 90. Uh, where did he go? Mount Central Union? State. Yeah, in, in, in Ohio, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he, he was a, or, uh, located in, yeah, Wilberforce, Ohio. Yeah. Did he play until like 98? He's maybe? from Philly, though. Yeah. Played until 2001. Wow. 91 to 2000. Super Bowl champ. Three time Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Did he just play just with the Cowboys? Uh, he was with the Cowboys and then he had one year with the Ravens. Oh, uh, yeah. 2001. Yeah. I think it was post Super Bowl. Yeah. He was like, he defended the title with the Ravens. B- before Jonathan Ogden. He seems Ogden, to be maybe? one of those big fucking veteran pickups that you get post Super Bowl to defend your title. Yeah. Get a little meat up there. And, uh, yeah. And get some experience. 65304. Yeah. He, he was very good. Look at Dion. Williams was accused of sexual assault in 1995 for which he was acquitted. An accusation of rape in 1997 was dismissed when it was discovered the woman had made a false police report for which she was both charged and sued. In 2002, he was arrested and arraigned on charges of assaulting his wife, Shonda, who fled the home and alerted police. Well, Dion caught that. Dion caught it. This was a raid. They used to put him on receiver to that blow people's yeah. minds. I mean, the oh, guy. yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he made, the modern Newt Rockney. He just made a 40-yard catch. He totally used his body well. This is a great play, actually. He totally used his body well on this. Look at this. He's like a 40-yard reception. Oh, yeah. He was so quick. That's pass interference now. Yep. And jumping Dion. Excellent job of catching the football. A little afterwards. I'll dance you a little bit. A little prime time. 47 yards on the play for Sanders. 47. Yeah, they could rip off big plays. Like, they totally had an end. They would execute big plays, the Cowboys back then. When you can get a 30 or 40-yard play, you, you, you just you kill other teams, you know? It's so funny. He probably got hobbled by all the dancing. I, I, That's what I, hurt the knees. I, I, it was the it was the two step. I, I wonder what his uh, leg issue. I was. mean, it's just probably he probably had played with knee injuries. This is the era of fucking toughing it up. Oh, of course, very much so. And, and, and Dion, for all that show, buddy, Dion was old school. But Mike Zimmer is going to coach at Colorado. Because Dion's the head coach. Oh yeah, he's now. the D coordinator. Yeah, he's like the assistant coach. Yeah, and his well, his son is the quarterback too. Oh really? But then the other son died of alcohol alcohol poisoning. No. Oh, just four months ago. That'll Mike take a, that'll take some cartilage out of your. Oh, Zimmer's son. Yeah, Zimmer's son. Absolutely. The white coach has tough family issues. Uh, what, Andy Reid. Yeah. Doesn't Andy Reid have? Doesn't he have two kids who died? I think they've both had heroin problems. Well, I, I know one, one of them died. One got one one got overdose in a fucking broom closet. Seven touchdowns in the po- se- possessions, seven TDs. Eleven yeah. possessions, seven touchdowns in the postseason. 
Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. They have 11 possessions per half now. Yeah, yeah. And here's a big third and nine. Leading three. They, they also run scored the seven. Clock. Yeah, they, they scored seven touchdowns. Though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, Novacek. Jay Novacek, he has the look of CTE. He played hard hitting, yeah. like look at the eye, just dead eyes, constantly <laughs> getting head fucking speared. See, these guys are all athletes of my age. These guys are all my age. You know what I mean? Because they were like, maybe they were a little bit older. Greg Lloyd. They got you know? that vibrating head yeah, now. Oof, God. Look at Cowan. The fresh Jay Leno chin. Yeah, you know, Bill Cowan, they say he looks like me. <laughs> Number 91 on the defense. That penalty. Red Cashin. You know, he doesn't like the That's fucking... That's Kevin it. Green. He doesn't like the integration of the game, that Red Cashin. Yeah. Look a lot like Red Cashin came into our room on Friday, and Paul said, Hey, wait, what happened there? Dick Emberg. Dick Emberg made his bones announcing UCLA basketball, college basketball. He did soccer, too, Dick Emberg. He did angel games like in the mid 70s did he do pele games did he do the nasl uh, I, I don't recall him doing nasl uh, I, I feel like I was feel like nasl J- wide world of sports i feel like jackie ABC? stewart did but exactly actually it was absolutely yeah. it was i feel like jackie stewart Al did both michael did that and here we go novacek that slow developing play he's got the fucking cross look at those eyes that, 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 that was very much just widened, widened by head injury. He looks a bit like Gronk, but he's smaller. Look at how fucking gacked those eyes are. Yeah. He's like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I haven't known my location for the last three years. Yeah. But I'm jacked up on painkillers. Yeah. You know, what's interesting with this Cowboy team, yeah, the drafts helped them. They still had players from when Landry was the coach. Novacek had played there in the 80s. You know? Well, I think he also played for the Cardinals. Then he signed as a plan B free agent, I think. Yeah, Rick and Morty, they were talking in the chat because Rick and Morty is going to tumble in the TV league. Well, I haven't texted my buddy Ryan, who used to write on that show, just about all I know is that I don't think he's hung out with those guys. Yeah, in I'm many sure he years. knew. I'm sure he knew. In many years, you know, so he sort of got out and did his own thing, you know. Good for him. He landed on his Look feet. Look at Prime. They show you know? Prime a lot on the sidelines. He's. He I hate that I just called him Prime. Yeah. Because I was just making fun of people for doing that. Everybody calls him Prime now. Yeah. And in this, they. Co- I remember when it was Neon Dion. Oh, absolutely. Neon Dion is when it first came out. Prime Time wasn't his nickname. That was like, like the his catchphrase almost. Yeah. Commercial with Paul Look at that sweat. That's not fucking Arizona sweat. That's yeah. fucking that's Florida with, with a withdraw, draw. withdraw from booze and a cocaine bender last yeah. night. Oh, you see his oh. agitation. I, I am so glad I didn't get heavily into coke. I've done coke about You'd twenty like times. It. I've done it's about twenty stuff. times. I, I've had fun. But Jesus, dude, the hangover the next day, it's not it. Worth fucking it. really it's blasts your endorphins. Oh, if, if you feel terrible. The fake uh, uh, Adderall? Adderall. I like Focuses you, especially if you need it. Jay Novacek shot his wife in the face? Oh, no. But let's see how this vaunted... Yancey Thigpen led offense. Their receivers were garbage. This Pittsburgh team blew. They were they were so 
there's so many bad losing uh, Super Bowl teams. You know, I mean, it's just this is is that Bam Morris still? Who's that running back? It's after it's after Barry Foster. He's slipping all over. This field is not solid. Paul McGuire sounds like he doesn't have teeth. <laughs> uh, he was a uh, a kicker for the Buffalo Bills. Paul in the McGuire, 60s. absolutely. He was also a guard back when the kicker played like nine positions. Oh, he was a guard and a kicker. He just did know? it extra. Lou the Toe Groza style. You know, I mean, it was. Just, <laughs> he, I mean, he was. Jay Novacek shot his wife in the face. That's awesome. Go Jay. Oh yes. Yeah. Mills. Yeah, they did. They had the most. Pit- oh, they're, they're slash. There's Cordell Stewart. They, they, yeah, they, they use had, him as a tight end in this game and yeah, shit. Yeah, well, it was like he was the ultimate weapon. You know, he was like a, a doesn't quite have the character to play quarterback yet. <laughs> By character, he hasn't Leadership bleached skills. his skin well enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, have, he lacks the intelligence. Uh, actually, that that was over in the nineties. Seriously, that was over. You, you you'd have more. Doug Williams really changed that. I remember Doug Williams playing for the Buccaneers. I remember my, my father making some racist comments about him. You know, look at him. Always whining. Always whining, you know. <laughs> like, my dad was of an era where, as an athlete, you were just a stoic man. You just did your job and you were workmanlike, you know. There was no cheering, you know. Holy fuck. So, on, Ron in 2010, Leanne Novacek, former wife of Dallas Cowboys tight end Jay, was found dead at her mother's home of an apparent suicide. I'm th- like, the chat is accusing Jay Novacek of this. Wow. Where was Jay at the time? Wow. Jay Novacek, Clinton, his wife. Oof. Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking offed herself, man. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Uh, yeah, and, and when you're doing it with a gun, you're you're trying to take care deliberate. of it. Yeah, you're you're taking care of business. There it you know, is. Taking for the pills, taking pills is a bit of a, a cry for help. You know. That's a young Phil Sims. He doesn't have that old yeah. man. Yeah. That oh, we're gonna talk to him. Yeah. The how he says with his EMs. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking his uh, Chris is buying weed back at home. A young Chris Sims <laughs> causing fucking he's mischief. He's probably he's probably like an early teen at this point. Oh yeah, causing trouble with Kyle Shanahan. Is, is that is that yeah? That's Bam Morris because this is pre Jerome gen- Bettis, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bettis didn't win the bowl with him until 06. Oh, oh, 05. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bettis was playing for the Rams at this time, and he had so, asthma. You know, yeah, that was his big thing. They didn't know he had asthma. And that was why he struggled in St. Louis. And then he gets traded to Pittsburgh. They get him an inhaler. And, 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 and it's and history. He played like seven more years, you know. Bettis was a mutter. That's what he was. He was a mutter. He was great. You know, I mean, yeah. He said tack- Ray Lewis said tackling him was like tackling a moving tree stump. He fucking you, was you a CTE tackle. deliverer. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it took multiple guys. Uh, getting him down on the ground. You know Look what I mean? Those thick face masks. Yeah. You want to start winding down? Yeah. All right. It's okay. This is good though, man. I've enjoyed the show. It's been fun. It's been yeah. a good show. Let me just cue up the music, and then we'll get it going. Yeah. 
just beyond the 49. Hey, excellent job of the defensive backs of the Dallas Cowboys right there. Let it get to the part where I know it's at. Aggressive and getting to the line of scrimmage. They're going. I'm going to tell you. Start easing that down. Yep. I think we're doing oh, it. Oh, that's too, too early. No, it's okay. It's good. No, good. Yeah. He looks young, but like not young. Who? Like he Cower? still kind of looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's lost some hair. He's got more wrinkles. He's got yeah. the, well, his wife died, so he's got the stress of a dead wife. Yeah. God. That's a tough one. Well, I think Ooh, fourth that's Fourth and one. Someone play the drive. Let's see, let's see what they do in this drive. Let's play. They got to go for it because they, you know, they got to get some points on the board. Because they, they were getting handled early. You know? While he was a freshman at North Carolina State, he said, was it great to walk around and tell everyone I'm from Pittsburgh? Oh, the old oh. sneak. Yeah, yeah. First down. That was back when that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, well, Cower was. Yeah, Cower was from Western PA. Yeah, he went to North Carolina State. Hell yeah. Well, I'll see you guys yeah. on Sunday. Good times. Uh, good times. We'll see you around. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Fun this will be up here on, uh, on, on the audios soon. Goodbye. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>